What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of DeFi Discussions, episode 20. We have some really good stuff for you. We have a, a BRC20 update. We're going to get into a, 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 lot of, a lot of good things about it. We're going to um, talk about Magic Eden and uh, what's, what's like how to look at the ordinals. We got uh, Crypto.com. Uh, they're starting deposits for BRC20s. Uh, BitGod is what, doing a whitelist tomorrow for uh, OXBT. We're going to talk about that. June 1st opens up uh, China Trading. We're going to get into a bunch of uh, that, that stuff and Coinbase list uh, osmosis. Stablecoin market shrinks for about 14 straight months. We're going to get into that. Like uh, Sean XPT uh, once said, thousands of dollars are leaving every second. So we're going to we're gonna talk talk that with the guys. And uh, before we get started, well, let's bring in the guys first. What's hey. up, fellas? Oh, there we go. And uh, I just want to play you guys something really quickly. Okay. Oh, that is oh, not what? it. Here uh, we go. Did you leave your... You're a fucking loser cock, Udi. And your friend Eric Wall suck my... Whatever. Okay? <laughs> you guys don't understand. This is about the children. All right, so guys, this is about the children. That was, if anyone doesn't know, that was Greg Voss flipping shit on Udi and Eric Wall. Uh, about Udi and Eric Wall to Bitcoin Magazine. Bitcoin Magazine made the mistake of putting Udi and Eric up after rfk and greg voss was really angry about this uh he said this is about the children i really don't understand what that means <laughs> i was wondering if did you guys what's you guys opinion on that before we get started like that that is uh some really really nasty stuff there so yeah yeah don't don't forget about the kids the kids <laughs> that's what i would say um yeah man um you know honestly i heard um they invited greg and to i think it's the bitcoin daily podcast that's it's like a twitter spaces uh and udi and him kind of had it was supposed to be a debate back and forth yeah um but uh, i felt like it was basically a laser eye maxi even though he does he says he's not um that got really um emotional about them being on stage and what he felt like was they were dancing on saying that they were dancing on Bitcoin's grave, which wasn't the case at all. Um, and he got really mad and um, it came out that he was a little bit upset about multiple things, you know, like when he, when he went up on his panel or when he was live and stuff and wasn't too happy about some things with Bitcoin magazine, and how they scheduled everything. So maybe it was just like a accumulation of frustration that came out to be something really hilarious and we'll never forget. <laughs> it, they, they actually they inscribed it into a Satoshi. So it's it's on the Bitcoin blockchain forever now. Nice. <laughs> it's going to go for negative 100,000. Oh. All right. So we'll get off that for a second. We'll get into some uh, some casual stuff. How was you guys weeks? Uh, did anything, anything, anything good in crypto? Anything uncrypto related? You guys want to go first? Go ahead, Neblitz. Okay. All right. Well, um, you know, some further collapse in the meme coin space, you know, given that uh, all the all the buzz around meme coins, you know, the only one that I decided to jump in on um, AI or Do Arb Doge or uh, yeah, Arb Doge. Um, yeah. So it just cratered, 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 cratered. Now that said, though, it had this sudden spike. I got down like $3 and some cents. And then it had this this giant spike up to like 15, 20 bucks within the space of Whoa. you know just a couple hours, and it's and wow. it's held between 13 and 15 um, since then. Now why? Well, 
I'm not sure why. I mean, who knows why anything happened in the meme coin space. But um, so it's been a whole lot of nothing. But what has happened is, is the, the, the AP, the returns, the rewards have just, you know, just continued to uh, go down. So there's promises of, you know, new features, new things coming, which would be great because there's no features. So some features are better than no features. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, this is just what you should, what you can expect in the, I mean, the whole point of meme coins isn't really what, what is the value of the token, but what you think the other guy thinks the value of the token is. Um, yeah. And then you go down this like spiral, this like MC Escher drawing of, well, what does the other guy think the other guy think the value is? And so, you know, you end up just sort of speculating on on just sort of a, this two mirrors of, of, of nonsense staring back and forth at each other. So anyway, if you don't, if you buy a meme coin and you don't accept that craziness, then it's your own. I mean, it's all your own fault. You know, it's it's just the way it's just the way meme coins work. So anyway, that's that's my. So my, did, did uh, you my... sell your Arb Doge? Or are you still holding? Because I no. I think right now fifteen bucks. I think I'll, I think I'm selling. I've already sold. I sold yeah. way lower, but you well, you did yeah for sure for sure you totally did. I remember you telling me that. You're like, thanks for letting me know that there's a, been an airdrop. I sold. Um, <laughs> no, so I, I ended up selling it. at fifty cents or I don't remember. It was at thirteen bucks. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't oh, remember it, either. Is, is it Arb Doge or AI Doge? I AI like Doge is the ticker, and it's called Arb Doge. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. And so they've got two. They have two tokens. So there's Arb Doge, and then there's um, code. AI Code. There's some gotcha. promises about what's what these things are supposed to do in the future. Who knows? Uh, I'm yeah. just letting it ride. I mean, it's whatever. It, I, I sat up yeah. the I sat up at the craps table. I put a few bucks on the table, and um, we'll just let it go and see what happens. But anyway. Um, gets to 100 bucks one day, you're gonna be a very happy, man. Oh, maybe, yeah, who knows, right? But it's just par for the course, right? You know, don't yeah. do what I do. If I do something, do the opposite, and you should be okay. It's the Jim Cramer, the Jim Cramer of crypto. See, that's just it, right? I am, but I keep my shit to myself, right? I don't tell other people to do stupid things. Like, I just make my mistakes, I keep my mistakes to myself, you know, lick my wounds, and then I care, I make them again and again and again. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. See, I, yeah, I publicly make my mistakes, and I get, and I'm just like, hey, I bought this, and the next day it's like, hey, yeah, I, I, I did buy that. <laughs> yeah. You don't have some. You you buy enough stuff though that you always have a few good stories in there too. Yeah, like, but yeah, lately it's just, dude. I mean, Zen and Phoenix and now all these BRC twenties and Ordinals. I'll be getting my ass handed to me. Like the last <laughs> the last two weeks have been brutal, brutal, but. I'm still holding. I'm not selling anything. I mean, there was a few times where I'm just like, should I sell this? Ooh, I don't know. My, <laughs> I, I've, I've taken some stuff off the, off the table and um, put it in some. Uh, I, that's that's how I got the uh, thing. I sold some Stride. I was up. I was trying to find stuff that I was up big in. I was up big in Stride. I, I think I bought Stride like a dollar fifty, and it went all the way up to like eight bucks. And I sold some, and then it's it's hanging around like I can't remember. I think four to five. It's last night I sold a, bu a bunch of that. That's how I got my uh, my Bitcoin frog, my Ribbit. first ever ordinal. Ribbit. And then uh, I had some old Ethereum that I was laying around. And I sold some of that too. So I am selling a little bit to kind of get yep. into the ordinal space. Um, I, I just really think that ordinal summer is going to be a thing. I think the the communities is pretty. Good. I mean, last night I, I posted a picture of um my Bitcoin frog that I bought on Twitter and I immediately got 15 retweets and a hundred likes. And I'm like, this is, this is not normal. I get about four to five likes, maybe a retweet by, by my man, but that, that's really it. But so um, the community is really strong. And when I saw that, I got kind of even a little bit more bullish because, you yep. know, they're, they're, they're really kind of pushing everything out. 
Yeah, well, shout me, out to the Bitcoin fraud community. No, I was just saying shout out to the Bitcoin fraud community, Ribbit. <laughs> I'm not even, I don't even have one. I'm getting one. Anyways, sorry. No, no. So I'm, I'm curious about your strategy, Shizzy. So um, yeah. if you have, if you're holding, you know, sort of a, a smaller number of higher conviction bags and yeah. some of them take a hit, you're in a position to decide, you know, do you take the loss and then reassign the value to another to another to another option that you think is going to go up but when you're when you're when you're investing like you do very yeah. small amounts across a huge number yeah even if any one takes a hit it's not that do you just hold or do you ever look at something and go maybe i should liquidate and then and then reallocate later i i do i do um liquidate like i i liquidated all my zen this week because um yep. i kind of saw because I, I bought a bunch of it because they had some some catalysts so i'll buy stuff for catalysts so mm -hmm. um uh zen had had the uh the phoenix catalyst had the zen doge catalyst so um uh, uh on saturday uh, 11 o'clock zen doge launched so around 10 30 i sold all my zen because the the catalyst was up uh i was at my daughter's dance recital started that it's and i'm sitting there on my phone trying to sell all my zen but <laughs> but uh yeah so i i do liquidate when i buy so i, I have long-term conviction on things and i have short-term conviction on things i try to um get in and out things make a few bucks and then convert that back to ethereum or in this case now, kind of Bitcoin, which I'll probably do with the um thing. And uh, and sometimes I'll buy more than I want to, just so I can liquidate half later. But with gotcha. with Zen, I I don't see any any more catalysts coming until until um the Moon Party, and a few other things. So that's why I kind of liquidated all my Zen. But I do have Phoenix, which is kind of like boot bootstrap to Zen, and I lock that up until all my birthdays. So I do have a little bit of exposure as well. Yeah, but I do. You're right. Like I do. I do liquidate. Um. I, I like I liquidate. I, I'll never liquidate whole, the whole thing because I have serious FOMO, and the second I do that, yeah. it's going to go to a hundred dollars. Totally, so, totally. So I, I keep you, a little piece. Do you, do you do you do you like Shizzy does keep a little piece? Do you completely fully reallocate when you've got a, a a loser in your in your portfolio? Like how do you how do you handle things that are falling? <clears throat> Losers. Um, it depends on you know because like you can have a really strong project be. a a temporary loser right and so yeah. it depends on like the conviction level for me like i will hold stuff that i'm in the hole um as long as it's not like the, the project isn't falling apart right like the team is still communicating and and stuff like that right obviously like the meme world is something completely different to where you have to more look at like how much of a foundation the meme community has to be able to hold into like because meme coins are always going to like fall back after they have yeah. like a big run up. So, yeah. you know, that, that is, it's hard for me to sell when I'm at a loss, you know, I feel it's, it, is. it is, it's hard for me to sell when I'm at a loss. But if, if there's, there's been projects to where they are basically telling me, Hey, sell. Cause we're a shitty team basically. Right. And then I'll sell, I'll sell, yeah, you yeah. know, um, those, those big red flags that come up. Of course I get out of that. You know, well, yeah. it's kind of thing. It's kind of like when, when the, so I, I'm convicted in something until the data changes. So if a data changes in something and I no longer like it, I will liquidate it for like, to so yeah. say there's a bunch of reasons why I want to get in. Like I really like the team. Let's just say multi-chain. 
because uh, today there was an issue with that. So with multi-chain, I, I have a bag of multi-chain. And today that stuff came in about the the um, one of the people getting arrested. That was a complete rumor. It never happened. And then it re- was really just a, a, a router that got messed up and the, and transactions weren't going through. And it was a bunch of other, other things. We'll get into that later. It's one of the topics. But like today, I, I, I kind of uh, lo- little I lost conviction on multi-chain a little bit just because um, I, I didn't realize that when uh, everything on Phantom, that's a that's a stable coin. It's all derivatives. It's from uh, the the, uh, the multi-chain team. I didn't know that. I didn't know that it was there. So when you put on USDT on Phantom from, let's just say, Ethereum, uh, you get FUSDT. And I didn't realize that that was a derivative of USDT. You're actually hold, yeah. just holding a mirrored copy. So if multi-chain went to shit, all your FUS, even though USDT is completely fine, all your yeah, FUSD is, is in the trash. Yeah. And I, I didn't like that. So again, like the data changed for me. And yeah. it to show that like if you if if the rumor was even a little true and like China came in and did arrest them and they put a gun to their head and said, you know, release these funds, they could do that. And that yeah. scared me a little bit. And I didn't I no longer wanted to be a part of that. So I guess yeah. in that situation, the data changed for me and I um I swapped all that to Phantom and I just yeah. Yeah. my bag of Phantom a little bit. So so even though they're derivatives, though, aren't they? Are they not holding the collateral that you're transferring they, over? They are, but if the China government <clears throat> came, put a gun to their head, they're able to. They're 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 centralized. They're holding they're holding the, the bags for you. Yeah. And I, you know, being in crypto, I don't like centralization. Yeah. So again, that that's why that data changed for do, me. Do you use multi multi chain to bridge? I use it a lot. I I use Stargate now more. I like Stargate. I like the, uh, the the UI of Stargate, and I just like um, it, it'll give you a nice countdown of like sixty seconds. And it's like, oh, let's get quick? ready, my funds are coming. So, <laughs> <laughs> is it pretty quick, Stargate? Uh, it's like sixty seconds. You can go oh, from wow. ETH to Phantom. Yeah, it's really quick. I, that's my favorite. Oh, uh, it's, ETH it's, to Phantom. I don't. Well, what, what, have you tried anything else like ETH to Arbitrum or? Yeah. Um, you, you can kind of go. Um, go all over the place with it. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying because like I use multi-chain actually for almost all my bridging and I, I like them, but there are certain chains to where like I'm waiting on step three or two for fucking ever. And I'm just like, I'm gonna go watch a movie and come back and then like check my <laughs> wallet to make sure that my bridge transfer went through, you know, but I, I mean, it is right here. You can go from Ethereum to Binance to Avalanche, to Polygon, Arbitrum, Optimism, Phantom and Met Metis. So these are all really quickly. Like I, I so far I've gone from Avalanche on here to Polygon, from Polygon to ETH, and from Phantom to ETH. The, uh, the, they're kind of the three. Yeah, that the I, worst I one is like transferring ETH to like BSC, right? Like yeah. BNB chain. Like that one literally <laughs> took, I want to say six hours or something crazy like that. Now, oh dude, if, if that's the case, just use Stargate. It's so quick. Yeah. But let, let's be UI. fair. If you're if you're moving if you're moving money into uh in, into Binance like that, you've already kissed it goodbye to a certain degree. You're already like, yeah, see you, money. Oh yeah, see ya. Yeah, I hope you come Binance. back. I mean, it, it went into the worst meme coin that I could have put it into. <laughs> I mean, come on, like we all know that. Sorry if there's any audience out there that is a huge BSC fan, which I don't know why you would be, but um, yeah, it's. <laughs> Like got its name. It's like that was its thing. It was known for just it was the shit coin chain. Like right off the yeah. bat, shit coin yeah. mecca. But you know, <laughs> BNB's uh, price is like it, it's shot up before. It's it's worth what is it like three hundred bucks now? Three fifty, four hundred. Yeah, hey, I think yeah, like three hundred. No, so yeah, I, I mean, I mean the, the the coin is certainly uh, um, 
it's it's it, it has respectable numbers historically but uh, no i just figure that if, if if you're sending your money onto onto uh binance smart chain you've you've already kissed it goodbye yeah yeah there are a couple of teams probably over there that you know i think the alex team that built uh yeah. alex i think they came from binance smart so there's a, there's definitely a couple of teams yeah. over there there's just so much meme it's just it's known to be meme it's like that's yeah. what there's the biggest thing is so yeah if anyone does know alex is a um uh it's it's on stacks it's a um the first brc20 exchange on layer two stacks so yeah that's alex but um yeah let's get into our first thing um uh this is kind of you brought you brought the brc20s to us uh Yagubi, so we're kind of let you uh roll with it okay yago yago b right i'm saying it correct. yeah i've yes. been practicing i've been practicing <laughs> We're just every week. It's, it's been an 84 B. years. No, <laughs> Yago um, B. Yago B. Right? Yep. yep, yep. Right. You're getting better every time. I'm getting it, dude. I'm, I promise you next week I'll have it. Yeah. I'll have it down. So <laughs> BRC, BRC20 shout outs to the to the uh, Bitcoin fraud community. Ribbit to the uh, to to the, the council candidates. Uh, this is the way. Who else is out there? The Ordi community. Like you know, the Oshi Oshi community, all, all those all those tokens right there that you see on the screen. Um, VMPX, Jack Levin's little uh, vampire sucking blood out of every chain. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of excitement happening in BRC twenty realm. Um, I will say that volume has definitely calmed down the past week, um, but the activity on on crypto Twitter is actually increased in my opinion in terms of like. You're seeing builders just really compete, right? Um, they're, they're, they're getting out there. Some of it's bullshit, like just people just trying to put their Twitter account up there to, to possibly, I don't know if they're scams, but everybody and their mom has a workable Dex right now, right? It's like everybody's like, oh, we got it working, blah, 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 blah. Um, one guy that I saw on crypto Twitter, I'll give him a shout out, Bunzi, I believe is his name. Um yeah was uh had had posted about omnisat i believe is the um the project and this is the first one that i've seen and i've read the the docs to where it is a uh a dex that's supposedly going to be built they said it's live actually uh built on the bitcoin base layer and that's in my opinion we need that like well like we as in you know someone that is invested in brc 20s to get it really going in my opinion we do need a dex on the base layer because you want to be able to uh have these tokens be liquid right like you don't want to have to wait like 30 minutes to to post your uh certain amount of tokens transfer them on unisat to sell and then wait for someone that wants to buy those amount of tokens for that much right so yeah uh what you're looking at now is the omnisat.io the trustless BRC20 swap, um, from my understanding, um, they're trying to get liquidity pools going right now, right? So that is one of the challenges I think that we're coming across in this space. Um, you know, if this is a workable swap, um, it's going to be who in those those token communities are going to put up the LPs, right? Um Obviously, you earn a fee, I believe, kind of that same standard of Uniswap, Sushi Swap, Pancake Swap when you put up liquidity pools. So there's that benefit, but at the same time, you're either going to have to sell, you know, half of your 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 holdings, uh, pair it with BTC, create which is not a bad pairing, by the way, 
um, uh, pair it with BTC um, or stable if they offer that and then provide the liquidity, right? So I, I think we're kind of at this stage, but to me, this is exciting, dude, because like I've been screaming, hey, this is what we this is what BRC20 needs. Now, I don't want to get my hopes up too much. The Bunzi uh, guy was super cool, super, you know, like when I commented on his post, he was giving me all the information. But, you know, we, we still don't know, like, if this is operating and, you know, we really need one to operate seamlessly, kind of like Uniswap does. Right. Um, we got RC here with a uh, this is the way the council. This is the I've way. A, this is the way. <laughs> the council. They. Uh, I've been in a few of their. Uh, what are they? The spaces. And yeah. uh, they like. They like the term. This is the way. From. Because sure, uh, this is the way, right? This is the only yeah. way. It, they always follow up with. Uh, this is the only way. Too. <laughs> like someone will follow up. It. You know what they got going on over there is cool. You know they had that. Like, so what? And you got into it last week, but for anyone who wasn't listening, could you give a quick description of what is council? Yeah, sure. So the the council is a project, a BRC20 project. Um, it was founded with, you know, 20 plus uh, really highly skilled or influential uh, people in, in the industry um, that are working to kind of get, I, I guess you would say, like, incubate like these projects, right? Like get them through vetted to, you know, see if they're, um, you know, have have potential to become something solid in the BR20 BRC20 space. Um, th it's developed into like a, a pretty strong community. What I'm seeing so far, um, there is an order ordinals NFT side of it that holders will get airdrops from, um, and you know, it's a, a ten thousand token supply. The the thing that sticks out to me is that this was a fair mint. The people that started this had enough conviction to mint like I minted, right? So it wasn't a, a pre-allocated amount of tokens that was given to the team. Um, and they're, they have enough conviction to, to keep pushing this through. It's, it's, it's been listed on CoinGecko, uh, CoinMarketCap, uh, uh, was, uh, what is it? Is it CoinMarketCap? Yeah, that, that was the yeah. other one that it was listed Coin Gecko, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CoinGecko and CoinMarketCap. You know, so a lot of exchanges are respecting the BRC20 space. They're actually like Crypto.com. You had mentioned yeah. in the beginning, like they they announced that um, deposits for Ordi are open now. So, you know, back to the council, that's that's really what they, they're about. They're, it's it's more, I feel like it's almost kind of like a movement, right? It's like, it's, it's, it's a strong movement where they're trying to build a group of community also with these experienced intelligent and you know influential figures that are going to be kind of i guess helping these other smaller projects come up and come up into that space yeah and this is like 20 or so people right it's there's there's it was yeah. a huge group and they're, they're all anonymous there's no, no nobody is doxxed from my <laughs> understanding yeah, they've given fillers out of, of you know, kind of who they are and you do your research yeah. on them. I, I haven't, honestly, it's just been kind of crazy with work for me. I haven't gone down yeah. that, that that deep of the rabbit hole. But <clears throat> I, I have spoken to a couple of their admins and, and, you know, through Telegram and stuff. They're very open, you know, you know, just kind of telling you. You can tell, like, a lot of them have, like, those first principle, I guess, mindsets. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... We'll see where it goes. You know, um, 
I am invested in this in this project, just full disclosure. Um, but yeah, we'll see how where it goes. Nothing's guaranteed in, in, in crypto. We know that for sure. So yeah, um, everybody needs to do their own research. Um, but yeah, so any other updates with BRC twenties? Uh, in the space, the ordinal space, um, uh, there's something really cool called the cursed ordinal. Uh, I was listening to the spaces today about it. And so this is my understanding. So for you guys listening out there, don't don't attack me if I get this wrong. But <clears throat> basically, cursed ordinals or inscriptions are inscriptions that were attempted but had a, a UI bug or some type of error. And so the inscription was put, you know, it wasn't. Um, added in the ordinal sequence like it usually is right it's actually giving given a negative uh number right it's given a negative number but it's not um detectable like in a unisat wallet you're not gonna be able to see that right so from my understanding what they're there's there's a group of people that realized that this was happening and wanted to kind of take advantage of it in the sense of of like hey this is pretty cool and rare which it is Right. And um, I guess maybe I don't know. This is where it gets a little fuzzy for me. I'm not sure if they're um, adding files to the uh, bug inscriptions or they're leaving them as is. And the file was added to that bug inscription, the same file that was added to the, the inscription that went through to the regular ordinal sequence. I'm not sure about that part. Um, so that's that's where I'm a little bit lost on. But what I am hearing is that like people are, are, are wanting to, and, and you can prompt these, these bug inscriptions now. You can prompt them, right? If you figure out how to do it. And so people are trying to prompt them because there's a, there's a height limit on, on these uh, bug inscriptions, meaning that like it will only go to a certain negative number and then it'll start going to positive again. So, so it's limited, right? It's limited. So that's where I think it's like a double rarity is if they're limit, it's a limited set of these negative bug inscriptions. Plus, you know, there's uh, they're negative. They're 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 supposed to be errors. It's like so. It's almost like if you're familiar with like collecting uh, cards or any collectible, and there was like a, a misprint of a sports card or something, and it's a rookie, and it's like a big rookie that that could be worth a lot, right? I think yeah. that's how they're kind of looking at these. Well, I, I, I saw something on it, too, and what I saw, it was like, so the first set after having would be an epic set. The first set that um was transferred from um, Satoshi's wallet to Hal Finney's wallet, that would be, well, all, all those would be epic. But it's they're really taking, like, the first of, like, every, like, um uh, so every 10 days, what is it, every 15 days, there's a, um, a uh, adjustment. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's an adjustment to the Bitcoin um, difficulty. So that first set will be like a, a rare set, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So, so yes, in that concept of being rare, but except for these are extraordinarily rare because, like, okay. you you can't find those unless you're looking for these, right? Gotcha. You, you can't find these unless you're looking for them, or now, you know, they're saying that you can prompt them, but there's only a certain limit and stuff like that. But what you're talking about is kind of like the and this what to me is going to make bitcoin ordinal nfts flip eth is because the rarity aspect of it like yeah. you know they have the rarity aspect in, on the east side in terms of total uh mint uh, nft collection but this gets to the point to where you're actually inscribing on satoshis that are rare right yeah. and, and it's not, it has nothing to do with a smart contract or anything you're actually inscribing on this rare satoshi um which you know you could you, it could be the Satoshi that uh, 
per, or you know the the block at least for the pizza guy right yeah. and so it's, it's just like there's just more of like a collectible aspect and perception to it and i think that's why the ordinal nft space is taking off even more is because people i'll say this real quick so someone had mentioned today and it was such a good point people that were able to 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 be prominent in the bitcoin space before like 2021 2022 before that were people that always talked about monetary policy and how like the 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 fiat uh, ponzi scheme was going to collapse and how we need bitcoin to save us and and save the children and and the Great kids boss. right we want to yeah. we want to save the kids no but uh you know and that's that's really how uh people looked at as an intellectual in the space in, in the bitcoin space right um but then as as time moved on um what ha was happening now is like people are building on it now right so people are looking more for people that are actually doing having skin in the game other than money it, it's like time you know yeah. intellect and building and and stuff like that um and i think those are the people that are figuring out this kind of these sequences the rarities and stuff like that making you know parts of bitcoin a little bit more uh valuable from a different perspective maybe like a a fresh set of eyes type of yeah. perspective Nibble, it says someone from the outside looking in, someone who really hasn't participated. Like, what's your opinion on this whole thing? Are are, are we just are we just junkies, or uh, are are is this like he, something he, he, that... he already thinks we're junkies? We know that. <laughs> <laughs> are we addicts for this stuff, or or do you do you see it as being something that could be successful, or are we just looking at little tiny Satoshi's, the smallest <laughs> of a Bitcoin, and trying to inscribe uh, Greg Voss yelling at, yelling for kids? Yeah, for the kids. Um, so. I'm a product developer at heart. I've always, my entire career has been in, in developing new products. Um, so whenever I look at something like this, my first, my first instinct is to wonder, well, what problem does it solve in the world? Because a product needs to solve a problem, right? You can only sell a lawnmower to somebody who's got a problem with their lawn. It's growing too much. If you don't have a lawn, you're not going to buy a lawnmower. Or, you know, you can only sell a, an aspirin to somebody who's got a headache. So if you can find the problem that it's clear that there's a clear path for the product in the marketplace. That's not to say there's there are plenty of products that sell for a time that have no problem behind them, but those tend to be sort of trends that come and go. Um, I'm less interested in that. I'm more interested in products that solve problems long term that make that deliver value to people. Well, so when I look, like Michael Michael Sarah has a problem. He has you know hundred thousand bitcoins that he's just sitting in a wallet. Wouldn't that be a problem that this could be trying to fix? Um. No, I not really. And here's the reason okay. why um, that could be a problem to a certain extent, but it's a problem that's addressable with other means that are already available to him in the marketplace. So if that was a sufficient problem, he already has the means to address it. If he hasn't addressed it, then it's not that much of a problem to him. He's found a way to live with it. Um, but that's a centralized solution. There's no there's no decentralized solutions, you know, again. If it was a sufficient enough problem, he would, he would, there would, there are avenues yeah. for him to, to deal with it. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but I look at, I look at this and I say to myself, and I, and I, so it's all, this could, I mean, ordinals uh, and essentially, you know, NFT like products on Bitcoin could have a wonderful future. I'm not debating that. I'm just going to sit back and watch because what I see right now is, 
I see um, a technological solution that sort of NFT like thing. It's just sitting on, we have that already in the, in the Ethereum world. In the Bitcoin world, it's just sitting on a different substrate. Now, the question I have is, does that, what value does that substrate deliver to the thing built on top of it that can't be had elsewhere? So what does Bitcoin do for an ordinal that ETH can't do for a traditional NFT? Um, so what is it? So if Bitcoin, the substrate can deliver some unique value, then I'm like, then my product developer side is like, yeah, OK, let's look at that. And let's see how we can leverage that solution for that class of problem. And can we, can we address other classes of problems similar to that? But if the substrate, if it's no, if it's really just a me too, if it's just sort of doing nothing more different than what is or can be done on an Ethereum substrate, then I'm like, well, then it's more just about the narrative. It's more, it, it's less about yeah. the problem and more about the culture and the narrative that's going to drive it. And that I'm a, I don't, I don't think that's wrong or bad. That's just less predictable and controllable. I can't design for that. And so well, do you that's remember just, the, um, the goblin tail middle finger? Uh, <laughs> remember that or no? Remember we talked about so Goblin Town. Lemon like, was bringing that up. Uh, yeah. So before about a like few when, you ago, rugged, the, when you get rugged, the get rugged, yeah. it just like the Goblin Town had an NFT project. It was uh, came out and then they were pissed off about something about uh, royalties, so they just changed all the images to middle fingers. That's right. Now I remember. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. they pulled the rug. So and like yeah, but, yeah, exactly. But when you do when you put one of these JPEGs on a Satoshi. You, it's inscribed forever. It can never be removed. So that's why I think the Bitcoin NFTs have have actually have more more like longevity than let's just say an Ethereum NFT. Yeah, totally agree. And that could that is a benefit. That's a value that is produced by the substrate that is unique to to Bitcoin. Now, so then you can start to have the the conversation and say, okay, so it can do something that the other substrate can't really do. Who needs that? So. You know, is it the case that somebody needs something that is absolutely permanent and immutable? If yes, well, then great. You know, then you, then really Bitcoin shines as a substrate for these this class of solution because it does a thing that no one else yeah. can do. Awesome. So, yeah, I'm, th I'm not saying there aren't those cases. I'm just saying they're not obvious to me yet. And so I'm going to sit back and watch. I'm not going to jump in the pool just yet. I'm going to sit back and watch. Yeah. And I might lose. I might lose a lot by not by not moving fast enough. That's fair. I'm, I'm willing to accept that. Yeah. I might lose a lot by investing two grand into a frog <laughs> JPEG. So, yeah. Actually, I think that's a really fair perspective uh, that Nicholas so. has. Uh, he, he's he's just being uh, kind of like a uh, almost kind of opt optimistically cautious a bit, you know, standing yeah. on the sidelines and saying, hey, I'm not necessarily bought into this, but I'm also not like not uh, interested in how it works out. Um, so I think first we kind of need to get back to like Eric Wall and Udi's argument, right? Like their argument was, um, you know, in, in a lot of the Bitcoin lasers, we're talking about uh, laser eyes. We're talking about, you know, why is there not uh, more people coming into Bitcoin? Like it's slowed down. Like, you know, the, the kind of like the bear, not the bear of entry, but like just the interest from like almost like the younger generation. Right. And, um, Eric Wall and Udi were talking more about, well, it's because there's, it's boring as shit, right? Like there's nothing being done on it. They've been talking about lightning network for like five years and it's not doing nothing. Right. And then you have stacks. That's really not doing too much either until BRC twenties come. Right. And then now it's built, it has its own, 
I don't want to call it a decentralized exchange because to me it's not. Um, but it, you know, it's yeah, a it's yeah, a it's a order, it has an ordering book. You can trade BRC twenties and stuff like that. But uh, maybe they get there. Maybe they get there. They're, but but they're, point, they're they're mirrored BRC twenties. Like, yeah, so yeah. when you deposit with them, they kinda give you like, a mirrored kinda, version. Kind of like a multi chain. What you were talking yeah. about, like a derivative, yeah. right? But that's besides the point. So like one of the let's say one of the problems was less interest in Bitcoin in terms of like a younger generation. Well, this kind of I, from what I'm seeing in the BRC20 space, there's a lot of young generation that's coming over and a lot of ta talented devs. Now, that could solve that problem, right? We could see if that, that helps in terms of like more people interested in, in Bitcoin, talking about Bitcoin and going to the conferences because at the end of the day, the Bitcoin magazine representatives said that this was like one of the best conferences that they've had. In terms of energy wise uh just like show outs and stuff like that um and then another and then that's so that's my main point right is like okay make it more interesting make it more fun make it fun again right and then bring in more of like the i would say like the developer side the intellect from the developer side how things work because at the end of the day bitcoin software right like yeah. like it's software no matter how much you just want to talk about monetary policy and it's saving uh, people from the fiat Ponzi scheme, like it's software at the like at the bones of it, um, and so I think that's a big thing. And then the second thing I just want to talk about was like with the NFTs on the Bitcoin side. So you can actually do multiple inscriptions, which is really cool. So like you can have a parent inscription of like an NFT picture, and let's say that you're like, okay, I want to pay like I don't know like fifty extra dollars to get like the accessory added to this this. Uh, bitcoin frog or whatever you pay 50 bucks and then you have the child inscription on there and that would be the one that's showing for your inscription nft right so people out there i, I might have got that a little bit wrong but from my understanding that's exactly how it works yeah, I'm, right? i think you're right yeah yeah and so um but we're not there yet in terms of uh, you know projects doing that and all that stuff but um yeah so that's all i wanted to say i just wanted to kind of get back to maybe like okay there was a, a problem that some of the bitcoin community saw and some of the people that weren't necessarily hand selected by the OGs came in and said, we're going to try to solve this problem. And now they're kind of like, well, we didn't ask you to solve it this way. You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're just like, well, we want to solve it though. And so but that's was, where we kind of are. There was a problem. I mean, I, I, I left Bitcoin. I, I've been playing on Phantom. I've been playing on Ethereum. I've been playing on Kava. I'm playing on Adam. There was no need for me to ever buy Bitcoin again, except to store, store my value. And now I'm back playing on the chain. I'm back given you know uh like how sean says like if you want to give me beer money give me beer money so i'm i'm back giving my transaction money to the miners and like if if i think that's a problem that i mean it's not a problem right now but in the future if there was no ordinals and stuff when once the block reward gets to a certain point if they're having it they're having there's no need to run the hash power so that was kind of a problem that really needed to be solved and it we might have solved it super early so that was another thing yeah, there's, there's, there's lots of different, I mean, like so many other things, there's lots of different perspectives to look at it from. Like, you know, I just explained that, you know, I'm looking at it from a product development perspective, but yeah. you need to look at it from an investor perspective, from a trader perspective, from a cost player. Maybe you just love playing in the decentralized world and that's just something that's, that's fun me. for you. Maybe you're yeah. just a grifter. Maybe you're just making shit up and you're, you know, you like to go on stage and, you know, rant about the children. You know, like there's, there's all these <laughs> different perspectives and they'll look and and they'll each sort of inform you know how you value something in in the space and so yeah i'm valuing it from a very particular perspective and i i certainly accept that there are other very valid perspectives some invalid ones like i'll never 
by the, the grifters. Those guys just, God, they just, they poison the space forever. But anyway, um, you know, they're, they're valid perspectives. So if you say, no, 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 what I'm going to do, John, I don't care what, I don't care that it's a problem because I can flip these ordinals back and forth and back and forth and I can ratchet up my earnings. You know, more power to you. Awesome. If you yeah. can, if that's the game you know how to play, then play it as well as anybody. Uh, that's just not my game. I, I don't, I don't think about it that way. And so I try not to play that because I know I can't win because yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not wired for that game. That's not a game I, I can play. I, I, I play a different game. Uh, before like, we leave this up, you guys, are, you guys are too, you guys are too young to remember who Bo Jackson was. Do you, 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 I know Bo Jackson was. Come on, what? man. <laughs> Just checking. I mean, like he was awesome, right? But he was not—he was not a rock star at any one of the sports that he played. He was a rock star because he played four different. You know, he played yeah. every possible, you know, um, yeah. professional sport. Um, I'm not like that. That's not yeah. me. I can't do that. I can play one, and that's all I can do. Yeah, I will say that he was a rock star at football, though, until he yeah, got he's hurt. Running guys over. Until, when he got hurt, that like just that was a sad story. Yeah, actually. He, he, you you can't play you can't play all year long and go through every season and not have your body just get wrecked in a in true a, in a true couple. true. Um, so yeah, put, yeah, I mean you're right you're right, but playing multiple professional sports at the same time I so think wears on you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So what, what would make make you um, want to dip your toe? Like let's just say like down the line, and I'm not saying do it at all. I'm not saying anyone out there to do it, but like I'm just curious, like what would make like someone like you who you know you play on Arbitrum here and there. You're not you're a very casual user. You like you like LPing. You like collecting rewards and things like that. What would make you dip your toe into these BRC toys? Like what would you need to see in order for you to be like let, let me download the, the, that Uniset wallet that Shizzy keeps talking about. Yeah, if I saw that they solved a problem, and especially the, the Bitcoin substrate delivered a, a, a delivered a value that could not be had anywhere else um then be like yeah that's something and there's a market that needs that value so for example okay. if immutable you know we, we we've, we've talked before you know some other bitcoin matsies about you know bitcoin is the strongest currency i'm like well yeah that may be true but if nobody needs the strongest currency like if the most anybody needs is like the fifth strongest currency just to you know make a point then the fact that you are the most strongest currency buys you no incremental value. Like there's nothing more valuable to distinguish the first to the fifth. So I would want to see, I'd want to see, you know, some clear case where the subs, the Bitcoin substrate is doing something nobody else can. And there's a market someplace of people that need that thing. So if it's immutability, all right, great. Who needs the immutability? Maybe it's some kind, you know, maybe there's something in, in this sort of deep supply, deep global supply chain where the immutability is an absolutely critical piece and the current solution is incredibly expensive or wasteful or difficult. And this can really brush a lot of that aside. If that's the case, then I think, you know, that, that's something I'm interested in, in looking into. So, um, yeah, I mean, that, but, uh, but, in, yeah. but I'm also, it's also fun listening to people who just trade them like, you know, like baseball cards, you know, to just yeah. see what, what's happening and to watch the fluctuations. That's awesome too. It's just, it's just, I'm, I'm very bad at playing that game. Um, so if, I, if there was a debt and like liquidity was going up and the, um, let's just say it was just like, like a Camelot type, type decks over here and it was flowing and there was high liquidities for something like, let, let's just say, I, I know, I know you don't, you hold, you don't hold Bitcoin, but let's just say you had some Bitcoin in, in, in an old wallet and you're sitting there and you're like, Hey, I can, you know, get some, uh, stable coin. Let's just say USDC gets over here and provide my Bitcoin with this USDC, lock it together. And because I know we're in a, in a bear market and, you know, that's a, a you know, a, a good situation and it, I'm earning, you know, say 15%. Yeah. 
was that something that you would consider dipping your toe in? Yeah, no, no. Okay. And, and, and it's, it's so clear to me. And, and the reason why is because you said 15%. Um, the reason why, like you look at 15%, you're like, well, that's 15%. That's not bad. But I look at the overall risk of the space and yeah. a double figure return is nowhere near enough to, to compensate for the risk that you're accepting. Um, gotcha. it's gotta be, it has to be a three figure APY to yeah. warrant the risk. Of, but it's Bitcoin and USDC. Out. That, that that was the reason why I went with a low APR. Yeah, the even no, even even for okay. something like stables, it's got it's got to be higher because again, because then you you need to think about okay, if I'm willing to accept that much risk to get fifteen percent, what yeah. if I just double my risk for a higher risk Bitcoin or higher risk coin pair? I can tr I can get oh, I can yeah. get like four or five times that return yeah. for a double risk. So I'm never going to drop money yeah. in in a, in a low double figure. <clears throat> I got it's, you. Well, uncomfortable middle ground. Like I'd either take the money and go really low risk, drop it in some fiat investment that may be paying four or five percent and know that that fiat's going to be there when I need it next year. Or I'm going to yeah. go much higher risk and drop it. Oh, in something. That you I'm just like, got a lot of haters for saying the word fiat in investing. No, I'm just kidding. So uh, I have a question for you, though. I have a question yeah, for yeah. you, though. Um, would you do the same deal with Ethereum USDC? At fifteen percent in Ave. No, you wouldn't. No. Okay. okay, no, no. Okay, then that's fair. Then that's fair. That's, that's fair. Then yeah, that's, that's really fair. That's fair because I expected you to say yes, actually, to be honest. Because I know, first of all, I know you love ETH, but not only that, like Ave is established, right? In in in. Yeah, it doesn't matter how established the protocols are. Like sometimes there's situations they get hacked or something like that. But like for the most part, I would I would be able to fall. I would be able to sleep with with staking in Ave. You know, I felt I would feel comfortable oh, yeah. there. No, no, no. I'd be, at, at that point, I wouldn't be worried about the risk of the assets. I would not, at that point, I'm worried at about the risk of the opportunity cost, right? I've, I've, I've devoted money to a 15% return when it could actually be returning 150% return. So like, I've already, I've already left the space of, of the super high secure fiat world. Once I've dipped my toes in that, I'm, I'm going to run deep. I'm, I want my, I want my three figure returns. Otherwise, I'm not going to bother with it. It's, it's not so, worth Now, remember a couple, uh, several weeks ago, that, Shizzy, we, we were on a show where we watched USDC peg, DPEG in real time. Yeah. Um, so, like, literally, no. I mean, how many people dropped 20% into Terra Luna because they thought that that was super stable and a great return? Like, like yeah. absolutely nothing in this space is, is, I, is, can be taken for granted. I, I will never invest in anything whenever the founder is constantly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just sounding like the biggest douchebag ever born so, on this hey, world. Man. So you're you're not investing in Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like he he doesn't like uh, Do Kwan was just like ridiculous. The 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 comments. And Bitboy's not. Uh, I mean, he does he he does he does it. He's more for like the comedic act. I feel like right. And then like the like when the trolls and him go back and forth like. He act, he takes it personal, you can tell. But Do yeah. Kwan is more of like, I'm the shit. You can't f with me. Like I'm, there's not nobody can mess with what I built at all. I'm laughing at you, poor people. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's yeah. it's different. Like Bitboy, yeah, he 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 does some things online that's annoying. But I feel like a lot of times it's it's, it's reactive to he gets the most hate online, right? Like yeah. I got it. He's the most hated probably guy, but also the most like popular too. So. It's weird. I, I, I don't think I've seen somebody like on such two sides of the spectrum since like Donald Trump. Right. You know what I mean? Like you either really love him or you hate him. And that's kind of like 
BitBoy, and it's not even like he has a ton of that really love him. He just has a lot yeah. that hates him, and then a lot, and everybody watches him. Basically, I, I respect him because um, you know he was he's like an ex drug addict. He's he's in, he was in recovery. He came from nothing. He was eating Taco Bell, you know, ketchup things to or sauces to kind of like get calories. So I respect that part of him. But he kind of did get get like I do because that that's you can't. No, I mean, like, nothing, I'm you know? trying to understand like, like the ketchup packets for calories. So he um he uh <laughs> he didn't have no food, and uh, he was like, starving. So he would go to Taco Bell. And open up and get get the sauces because they were free, and he would just drink the sauces because he had no he was he was that broke, and uh, he was he was spending the money on drugs. So That's it was free. just like, you know what I mean. So instead yeah. of spending the money on on food, he would go to Taco Bell and stuff like that. So he's really he's really seen the bottom, and now he's seen the top. But he, I just I feel like he kind of forgot what was like at the bottom. You know, he's driving around in Lamborghinis and stuff like that. So I respect him in that aspect, but I, I feel like he's losing himself a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. Bit Boy's, I mean, he's 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 an online pundit. Doquan was in the finance machinery. Like Doquan was was saying, look, here's a way to do like he was he was Bernie Madoff, right? He wasn't he wasn't chilling um shilling coins, he wasn't chilling memes, he wasn't chilling his own his own personal brand. He was Bernie Madoff who was yeah. making promises to the marketplace. Um yeah. That he should not have been making. I don't think Bitboy's making too many promises. I mean, I don't. I don't hear anything from Bitboy that right. sounds like it's a like he's making a promise. He's making new machinery and how the financial world is going to how he's going to revolutionize the financial world. Like he's a he's a bit of a carnival barker, and that's awesome. If you want to listen to that, that's great. But yeah. um, I don't think Doquan was in the same same league. Uh, there, it's. I think they're they're pretty different. Yeah, I, I think he shielded his, his own stuff like the Luna not shield it in that same aspect, but more of like cocky about it and saying it was so amazing and all the stuff. Right. Like, but yeah, there's a the difference same- between like the, the sham wow guy who's like, you know, he's a carnival barker at the, at the state fair. Who's trying to sell you like the slap chop thing versus like a Tony Stark, or- Tony Stark. Yeah, that's like, but <laughs> except for not real shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But then you got guys like SBF, you've got guys like the Quan, you got guys like Bernie Madoff, yeah, who are sort of putting this cloak of respectability, like you know, they're playing the real game, and, you know, exactly. Yeah. And that's, I, that, yeah. that's a really different kind of dishonesty. Yeah, the, back, um, yeah. the backgrounds are definitely different. Like, I think Do Quan went to Stanford and then um, SBF, yeah. MIT, and all that stuff, but yeah, I think they're shittier than Ben. Agreed. You I, know, I do want to defend Doquan a little bit here, though, because I think oh, we're, man, we are. No, hold on, just, let, me, let me just tell you why. It's because he really thought that he, he no, he really thought that he was solving a problem. Our biggest problem is having centralized um, stablecoins, right? And he really thought that, I, and I, I truly believe this, that he really thought that he could he could keep Luna going, and he really thought that once we get out of this bear market, that Luna would, would be fine again, and that's why he was deploying more capital, lads, and doing everything <laughs> he did. I really think he really was trying to solve a problem. You know? Yeah, yeah. Really uh, I'm not saying, but okay. Look, I, I'm not saying like his. First of all, like we, I want to get this out there. We don't even know these two guys like personally. Like, but <laughs> I know that like this is kind of just like crypto talk, right? Like, it's what they're showing is, us. Exactly, exactly. So for people out there that might be judging us, please don't, because we don't know them personally. We're just what for the information that we have, right? So, um. You know, I, I, I agree with you that he's probably he probably was solving a problem, but like his close people to him weren't good enough for him. Like in terms yeah. of like they they he should have had other close people to him to tell him, hey, bro, like you are your own worst problem. Right. Number yeah. one. 
Number two, like when shit hit the fan, like I'm pretty sure he wasn't just deploying capital lads. You know, what I mean, like maybe deploying capital into his pockets. His you know, what I mean, jet. like exactly, yeah. like it wasn't just like I'm gonna save all you guys because that shit didn't happen real quick. Yeah, and so um, something definitely changed. Yeah, between yeah. trying to solve a problem and trying to save his ass. Exactly, exactly, and who knows? Maybe I would have made the same decisions. That's probably like one of the hardest spots to be in ever. But yeah. like. Yeah, I'm done. Who, I'm not sure how we got the Doquan versus Big Boy, <laughs> but <laughs> I just want to bring it back really quick. Yeah, bring it back. To, um, please, let's please bring it back a little, really quickly, and then we'll Tomorrow. we'll jump something else because I'm sure everyone is tired of hearing about BRC 20s and Ordinals. But I just want to show everyone this uh, this really cool uh, Magic Eden. Uh, this is the only place where I, I, I do the um, I, I only use Unisat for my BRC 20s and um, Magic Eden for my uh, my Ordinals. And this is a re really nice uh, UI they have here if you haven't used Magic Eden. I've used them previously on Matic and Solana. So I was actually uh, I know. You know, very so, familiar. Jizzy, can, you can you just take a few seconds and explain what Magic Eden is? I've never used it, and this is the first I've okay. seen of it. Uh, Magic Eating is a Blur and OpenSea uh, open um, rival. Uh, it is. It started off on Solana. It was uh, this the first Solana marketplace that was really kicking ass. And then it uh, once Solana kind of took a fell there, it 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 adopted uh, Matic, and 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 Ethereum. So you can buy. So you basically go to MagicEden.io. You could. They have uh, Solana NFTs. They have Ethereum NFTs. They have Polygon NFTs. And now they just started with Bitcoin Ordinals. And they are oh. a launchpad. They have games. Uh, so Launchpad's really cool. You can go in here and they have projects launching every day. Um, you can, you know, obviously there's there's a bunch of disclaimers saying like, hey, we 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 look at these, but we don't really like really dig into them. So there's a bunch of disclaimers for the Launchpad. So if you do a Launchpad, I, I've actually got rugged on a Launchpad uh, twice, uh, once on Solana and once on Matic. So very be careful on what you're investing. I didn't put a lot. I think I bought them for like 0.7 of uh, a Solana and like. 30 uh 30 um uh, polygonmatic so it wasn't crazy but i did get rugged on the launch pad twice so be careful on that but um just, I, I besides that i really uh really look like this like the site a lot it's like i said it's a um open sea and blur competitor i, I it's my favorite out of the three so can you can you create your ordinals the same way you can create your nfts on on open sea on here so no you would have to go okay. to creator and apply for yep. a listing I see. And, so you create you create it off off site, and then you simply connect yes. to the marketplace. Got it. Yeah, you'd have Got to. You can uh, apply for a listing, or you can apply for a launchpad. And Got so it. it's like I like I said, they'll 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 have probably have an intern look at your stuff. Like I said, I got yeah. rug toys. But uh, yeah, yeah, and on that case, and the the frog I got caught on was called weirdos. I still have these fuckers in my wallet. They're the ugliest <laughs> things I ever bought in my life, and they're, and I'm keeping what? them. I'm what chain? What is it? That was Solana. It was called Weirdos. And it was cool because you get two different weirdos and you could put them together and eventually you get weird friends. And I was like, this is cool. I want some weird friends. So, <laughs> Dude, what's up with Pingus? Have you heard of them? Yeah, they, um, they're they on uh, Bitcoin. Yeah, they're, they're, they they just remind me of um the, the fluffy penguins on ETH. I, it's just uh, okay. it's like such a copy. Well, I mean, like they said something about like the... Uh... The moon birds that someone put like a pig snout on one of the moon birds and it was like it's now it's like one of the an ordinal basically yeah. <laughs> i forgot what like that's that that's why like for me like on the ordinal uh in the or, ordinal marketplace i want to see i want to get into stuff that's like very unique to bitcoin right like bitcoin frogs to me that's like 
that's unique. That has a community as strong as F, yeah. right? Like they're all ribbit, ribbit. Like if you go into their spaces, like I'm, it's hard to like communicate because they're like ribbit, reminds me ribbit. of Goblet Town. No, they they talk regular too though, but they just say ribbit a lot. That's a cool one. I like yeah. the VR glasses. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I have a gut feeling about the Bitcoin frogs, bro. Like once. Once this eco like pops off, pops off, I feel like these suckers are gonna be like these are gonna be the main. main, They're the well, I think yeah, I think they're gonna be the main attraction or like that early uh, NFT like punks. I mean, like the punks got up to a million dollars, right? Yeah. So like, okay. So wait, here I'm gonna I'm gonna take the other the other side of that trade. Yes, please Um, do. So when we look at, you know, the, sort of the, the early and first phases of NFT proliferation on Ethereum, that was a case where people were inventing the space. We didn't, mm-hmm. there wasn't anything before that they could simply model off of. There was creating, and they eventually started to learn that they needed to add extra value. For example, like, you know, the Board Apes Yacht Club, like it's, it becomes your key to do what to do and get other things beyond just having you know an ape in your in your Twitter profile. So yeah. when I when I look at something new that's coming along here now, if all it's doing is replicating the first phase of NFTs on Ethereum, even though now we have a model that can so they should be looking and saying, well, look, we can't just do that. That's of no use to anybody. We need to do that. Plus, we need to roll out maybe social events or other products or things that the ordinal can unlock or can do like there needs to be that extra dimension because we've already demonstrated that that's what creates stickier value in the ethereum space and so if i see just you know it's just an interesting you know pfp well uh, uh, yeah yeah i I, I, so yeah I, i get what you're saying but it is different like fundamentally it's different right like whenever you inscribe these files you're inscribing them on a satoshi and that doesn't happen on ethereum like it's it's built on a smart contract and aren't the uh images uh are they api'd are they living on chain or off chain they're they're living on chain okay so the eth ones oh no eth ETH that's not that's what that's what what i'm talking about so 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 these are on chain forever so so the fundamentally these are different and then so it also brings that rarity to it too not the fact that there's only like for example like the nakamoto cards I, i'm in love with those actually and they're so cheap i don't know why i have don't have like 20. but there's only 500 total right yeah and yeah. and they're super cool in my opinion because it has the actual guys satoshi nakamoto that everybody like followed for dorian yeah right dorian so, so, so and then there's like these little sayings like for example it says tesla pioneer right and uh i think they're like a, that one's probably like 185 bucks right and these are like the initial ones that that are inscribed on a satoshi and so you know re- whether they're like rare or whatever it's living on chain and that's like the biggest fundamental difference now if you're looking from like a simplistic view in terms of like from an outside view and saying well it's still a jpeg and that's a jpeg i i see where you're going with that i do think and i've heard i believe i heard i, I that they're they're going to be used for like kind of token gating like uh board ape and stuff like that i i have i mean like i feel like they they kind of have to go towards that because it's just that's something that's a benefit right like for the sure, bitcoin sure. yeah the bitcoin conference in miami i know all the bitcoin frog people like they met up and they had like an event and i think they did like free drinks and all that stuff right so, so 
that becomes table stakes, right? Like you, it's not enough. It's not enough to do what was done last year someplace else. You have to do at least as good as where that space is now, if not more. Now, when you mm -hmm. talk about inscriptions, you know that reminded me of um, books. And what I mean by books is um, once a play, like a, an old school analog thing you would do. Some people would do was they'd write a little inscription inside of a book and they would leave it on a park bench. And somebody else would pick up the book, read it, leave a little inscription. And you could see this, this sort of trail of inscriptions of all these people who've read and touched this book. And you can mm -hmm. sort of, you know, you can't talk to them, but it's kind of interesting to know that you're like the, you know, number seven, and you can sort of see who all these other people are. And then somebody in Seattle, I think a company in Seattle years later came up with this. Um, it was like a, um, a barcode sticker that you put on the, that you put on the book. And now that barcode then makes you, you go online and you can see the inscription. And then if you wanted to, you could include your email address or some contact. And so you could connect with people through this artifact that's been left in all these different public spaces through this inscription that's immutable in the, I mean, roughly immutable in the book itself. And that added a whole extra dimension of value to that book that would be different from the same book that you got from Amazon or Barnes and Noble that made this book unique, unlike any other edition of that particular book. And so I can, you know, as you were talking about the inscriptions, like, yeah, I could see how that would be interesting where you can see, you know, you go, we had it and he did this thing to it. And now I've got it. I'm going to do this other thing to it. And I'm going to pass exactly. it. And when I pass it else, you know, little echoes of you mm -hmm. and me are still in that thing. And so it becomes additive. So yeah. yeah, I'm starting to see that that's kind of an interesting play that doesn't really that's, that's I'm gonna start putting Shizzy was here on every Satoshi encounter <laughs> of it. You know? So, your weird so, yeah, as long as Bitcoin is alive, uh, you'll be able to go back to that inscription, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think that, that that's so that is a fundamental difference that I think people are starting to learn more yeah. about that is between regular NFTs and these ordinal NFTs. Yeah. Um and without that, the, the, here's the ironic part is that like from the spaces that I, I was listening to and yeah, you know, I, I really don't, honestly, the people that don't scream and stuff, if, if you're a laser eyed maxi and, and you live by the monetary policy of Bitcoin and all that stuff, and that's how you live, as long as you're not like being rude to people that are trying to be innovative, I don't have a problem with you at all. I think yeah. it's actually yeah. smart to have that in the back of your mind or like as your foundation. That's exactly how Sean is, the one guy that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and so, but, um, but what, dang it, now I forgot sorry, what I was man. saying because I got it. No, you're good. But uh, what was I going to say? I messed him up. Uh, sorry, man. Yeah, man. Ribbit. 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 Man, we're going to turn this to a ribbit uh, podcast. We're just going to ribbit for the next hour. No, good luck. On. What was I thinking about, though? I was talking about the uh, inscription. Laser Ride Maxis. Um, some of them are. Oh, are, oh, yeah. So they were the ones that wanted the, the Segwit and Taproot upgrades. Yeah. They wanted sure. the upgrades because of the lightning network and stuff like that. And it ended the, the taproot upgrade was the one, the upgrade that actually allowed Domo to create these BRC twenties ordinals and stuff like that. So, but I will say that like props to some of the, the laser eyes, because I have seen over the past week, at least like paying attention to Twitter, that some of them slowly are being opened up and they, they think that ordinals are actually good for Bitcoin because it stress tests the network at the end of the day like if if this becomes nothing which i hope to god it doesn't but if it did um 
you know, their their argument, I guess now, or their openness in conversation now is, hey, you know, Udi and Eric Wall are stress testing Bitcoin, which we need that because if 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 we don't ever stress test it, then another nation state could attack it and you know get to a certain level and it go to it'd be horrible, right? So. I think conversations are opening up um, on both sides, which is a good thing. You know, you want to find a middle ground in, because it will be best for the for Bitcoin, in my opinion. And like, yeah, like I, you're saying, like, like, like say this whole space, they go to zero ordinals, the BRCs are, are, are crap, right? Because like, Bitcoin is going to outlive us, going to live out, outlive our kids, going to outlive our kids, 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 kids to the point where it's going to get so large because it has to because uh, Bitcoin actually doesn't like go up anymore. The dollar just goes down against it. So let's just say, you know, it's going to cost one day, you know, a thousand Satoshis to buy a car. Some of those Satoshis might be one of my frocks, you know, like, <laughs> like, you know, down the line, you might, oh, the, the, and yeah, it might have an inscriber and being like, hey, this is one of those Bitcoin frogs from 2023. And it's a shizzy was here, you know, so if that's the worst case scenario, that's still pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah, I don't. I don't really understand the the, the laser eyes um, resistance to and 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 hostility to ordinals. I mean, if their you know if their conviction is Bitcoin is law, like Satoshi was right the first time, and whatever yeah. is is right. Um, is, ordinals don't represent a perversion of Bitcoin. They're perfectly allowable within within Bitcoin, and so thus. They must be acceptable. Like, like yep. I don't understand 100%. the problem. Philosophically, I don't understand the problem. It didn't pervert Bitcoin, therefore it must be okay. So laser eyes need to just. Well, relax. I think their I think their worry is the casinos coming to Bitcoin. You know, I, I, worry, I, understand, I understand that. But if Bitcoin itself, as being perfect when it was first released, if that allows the casino to come, then Bitcoin allows the casino to come, right? Like that's. Bitcoin's making the, the decisions, right? Like at this point, it's like... the decision. exactly, exactly. Yes. Well, yes. It's, it's a free, it's a free network. It was designed to be a free network. So if we're voting with, you know, with our feet to buy these things and we're, we're, we're creating the value, you know, when, when yep. I bought that, the Bitcoin frog last night, I, I helped create the value of that frog. Like I've said it yep. at, you know, put 0.78. It, it sucks looking at 0.069 when I paid 0.7 something. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so I'm gonna get rid of this screen because it's bothering me. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we 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 you know we covered uh, indefinitely. We covered uh, BRC twenties. We covered uh, ordinals. Uh, so anybody had any last comments before we leave the subject? No, I think we've beaten the ordinal horse um, pretty well this week. Yeah. Just, we'll save a little uh, for next week. Yep, Yagobi. Yeah, Ribbit, and this is the way. <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll jump to um, this. This is something big I've seen from uh, nearly everybody came out today. Was talking about this uh, June first. Uh, China reopens its doors to retail crypto trading. Um, I, everyone's like uh, from um, uh, who, who did I see it today? Chico Crypto came out with a video. Um, uh, IA uh, Research came out with a video. Like all the all the people that I follow on YouTube, uh, who put out like you know, every, videos every other day, they're all talking about this. And I, 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 is this a catalyst for the next bull market, or is just is or were they already here and now it's just saying, hey, it's legal now? I, I don't even know what it really means. I mean, the whole idea of crypto decentralization is it's is it's extra national, right? It doesn't exist within a country. 
Um, so yeah, I can. So you know, China can can outlaw Bitcoin mining, right? What they're doing is they're not outlawing Bitcoin; they're outlawing the physical, real world act of doing something. And so great, you know, they can shut that down. But I don't, I don't see how China reopening to an activity that exists in the virtual space to begin with is really a, a big deal one way or the. I mean, maybe yeah, they they allow some on ramps, some off ramps. I just, I don't know. I just, I I, I don't feel like that's like a really big um Catalyst. i don't think that's yeah it's not i don't i don't i don't my gut is that this is that's not the next bull run um yeah. trigger yeah um i disagree um but respectfully <laughs> um i and and here's where i disagree i feel like hong kong has had this shadow kind of over them right with with china just you know that whole agreement for China to become or Hong Kong to come back into China in the nineties. I believe that's when that happened. But ever since then, it's always been like, kind of like, you know, China's backed off, but recently the past like five to 10 years, they've been aggressive with it. Right. And, um, I feel like it's gotten to a point to where Hong Kong's kind of accepted, Hey, look, we're not getting rid of them. They're literally right across the, the water and they're here. They're actually <laughs> selecting the, uh, politicians that that govern hong kong and now what what this does is open hong kong which was known as one of the largest financial markets in the world to be able to legally operate and offer retail trading for crypto so what does that mean so that means may, probably new crypto uh, centralized exchange platforms opening up, uh, advertising everywhere through Hong Kong. Um, it's going to be like a, a frenzy in terms of like crypto everywhere, right? Now, has it been traded regardless there? Probably, yeah, a lot. Yeah, we know it has for sure. But now there's institutional money that's going to get involved and say, you know what, we're going to take over crypto, the crypto sector in Hong Kong and probably multiple different parts of Asia now because we got the blessing from the uh, CCP, right? Uh, the and, and that's, to me, that's huge. Huge enough, and I I, I really think that CZ doesn't, doesn't uh, post on his Twitter about bull markets. He really doesn't. He doesn't use those words. He used them today. He used the fact that these kind of news events trigger past bull markets now he did put below that like don't take this as financial advice and this does you know his past historic events don't mean that's going to happen but it was enough conviction for him to post that you know and he's pretty careful about what he posts right in terms of that i feel like and so to me i'm ultra bullish on this like i'm really bullish on this D does that mean that like june 1st that bitcoin's gonna go to like 40k 50k no, I don't think so. But what it could do is ignite like a run. And let's say that China really ignited a run to get Bitcoin to like 32, 33,000. The United States will probably try to jump on that, on the back of that. If it's if there's enough push, there has to be enough push, right? Um, so it could lead into something crazy like maybe 35 to 38 and like maybe like, june july range we don't know or you can't tell the future but i i do think that this is a, a bullish bullish event in my opinion but we'll see i would I'm like, wrong a lot. I would like to be right. uh, no i would i would prefer 
a world in which you're right and uh, and, and I'm wrong. So, so Shizzy, when you were looking up these articles, did, did any of them mention, because I haven't read them, did any of them mention if um, if trading was going to be allowed in Yuan or if they're all in Hong Kong? Is it exclusively so, Hong Kong dollars? It's exclusively to um, Hong Kong. Uh, Hong okay. Kong, China is the only territory, okay. but um, Ma- it's kind of like how it is here. Like, I, I think it's going to be kind of like, let's just say like um, uh, marijuana. It's it's legal in Jersey, but it's not legal in Pennsylvania, right? It's uh, you, you can go across. You can go across uh the, you know the bridge and and uh go into one of the, the 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 places over there and buy it legally in jersey but then you take it back over here and it's not and i feel like that's kind of how it's it's going to be there it's going to be like hey let me just take a drive into hong kong and you know use you know centralized exchange and then go back obviously they're not going to be doing it they're just going to be changing their vpn but it's yeah. now legally being legally done uh it to it, the, the, the scrutiny is going to drop like uh, in pennsylvania you, you get caught with you know marijuana they just take it it's, it's like that it's a you know slap on the wrist so i think that's kind of how it's given everyone the, the sense of being like this is okay even outside of hong kong well, well technically that may be true in terms of of executing trades there's still the problem of of currency controls so um you know chinese citizens do not earn hong kong dollars outside of hong kong they earn yuan and the CCP controls exactly how much yuan is um, allowed to be converted under what circumstances into what other um, artifacts. And so um, if China says that, yeah, you know, you're open for crypto trading, but you can't you can't use yuan. Um, all that means yeah. is then the players who are already in the space, the, the wealth that's already in the space can circulate more freely because they don't have to go outside the Great Wall to, in order to do it. But that does mean that there won't be a huge flood of new income if the only new income can come in through Hong Kong dollars, um, just because that's a much smaller, uh, a much smaller pinhole for the, the funds to flow through versus yuan. And now, given how China controls, you know, the currency controls um, are in China, I would before getting excited, I'd like I'd, I'd want to know more about, you know, what how much they allow the yuan to uh, to flow into the space versus if they say you no, know, you can you can trade here, but you got to start with U.S. dollars. That's fine. Yeah. A lot of U.S. dollars flow into China. However, as you as a company, like let's say you you owned a factory, right, and you own a factory in China, and you're making money from 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 the U.S. for selling, you have to convert through the government those USDs into yuan, which means yeah. you're not holding USDs as an asset on your books. You're converting it. And the CCP gets to hold the, the USDs and you get the equivalent you want. So you don't actually have the liquid USDs to play with. So anyway, there's lots of there's lots of weirdness around around currency. And given that we know that it has to start with fiat at some point, there's that yeah. whole ambiguity around the sort of the fiat on ramping um, that just like in the US. Right. You know, yeah. how much how how much are the on ramps controlled? You know, where. Uh, you know how what's the free flow across the on ramps is is getting tighter and tighter and tighter. Well, could so. could could the could the on ramps be the China's um uh CB, CBDC? Because you know be. they're already you know like what what's stopping you know from depositing the CBDC in, into these new exchanges? You know like yeah. like China's gonna be making money off this as well. Yeah, so I don't think, it, that's not gonna be any any technical control. That it would be procedural control. It would be the fact that. The, you know, the CCP would say, well, the whole reason why we have CDBCs is to control. And so we're not going to open the spigot between that and an uncontrollable and by like the whole reason why true. we create these things yeah, you're right. is monitor everything. 
So, but you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm really just speculating because I don't know enough about, um, you know, the, the fiat yeah. on. Well, That's it actually kind of goes into our next thing here. China having crypto regulation before the United States. So um, with, with this June 1st opening comes regulation. And I, I haven't had the time to look into what the regulation is. And that's probably something I should I should have uh, before, <laughs> you know, before coming up with the, the first one. But it's something brand new. And um, but th this was like crazy to me. If I would have told you 10 years ago that, uh, you know, China would have regulation, you know, on something that, you know, it, it's it was. It's U.S. It's pretty much U.S. based. A lot of most of the companies uh, originated, you know, in the United States or, or you know, or England and, and Germany, stuff like that. Not not really out, you know, out in China and stuff. So for them to have regulation before a country like the United States is it's really crazy to me. Are we, are we more like are we becoming China and they becoming like <laughs> kind of seems like that a it's, little bit. It's funny you mention, <laughs> as you're describing that, just as you were saying that, I was thinking. Um, you know, as as a as a as an antagonist to the United States, as China is, um, if you see if you're in China and you see what was happening in the U.S. in terms of crypto markets, you're thinking, well, okay, yeah. the administrations are kind of running scared. They're trying to control. They're trying. They're they're worried about what what cryptocurrency means um, with the United States, which means it must be bad for the United States. And so, if the United States is my adversary. I want to do things and I want to encourage things that are bad for the United States. And so if they're trying to squeeze out crypto, maybe we should squeeze in crypto. Maybe we should create the regulations that allow those companies to come over here to China and do their business. We give them a safe place to do their stuff that the American government is so afraid of. Coinbase, we, Hong Kong. We run cover for well, them, right? We, yeah. we create the regulations to make that okay and acceptable. Meanwhile, we don't let them do anything domestically. We don't let our people play in it, but we create the environment where they can keep doing what the American government doesn't want them to do. I'm again, I'm making shit up. And here. they can make yeah, a yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, but but they opened uh, it up to all retail, which would include all Hong Kong residents. Which, at the end of the day, you know, I was gonna say this, but like, China has been very careful in terms of what they announce in terms of like law of hong kong they, careful, it's a yeah. it's a slippery slope over there right sure. they don't want the people to like they don't want to give the people something and then take it away from them too in hong kong because because the the hong kong people have they have almost like this democracy mindset because of like you know being over the monarchy for so long all those years and all this stuff and so that's why they get so upset whenever china tries to come over there and instill their law so for me this is a big move for china to announce this because if they're announced this, they're not taking it back. I, I, I mean, yeah. like if they do, then it, it could piss people off. I see this carrying over into mainland China, honestly. But there might be starting with Hong Kong because they're like, okay, it's high risk, high reward type of situation. Hong Kong was the you know financial capital of Asia, uh, one of the financial capitals of the the world. Um, let's rebuild that back up. It could happen this way. Um, or and if it doesn't work out too well, we just kind of cut it off there, you know, and, and just say, hey, guys, like you got, it's not working well to the regulators over there and we're not going to bring it over to mainland China. So it could be that um, I think China making this announcement is, is pissing. It's 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 pissing off a lot of crypto uh, Americans off, uh, you know, community in America off like what the hell like. You know, you guys talk about how China is so bad and, and, and takes liberties away from their people, but they're actually, you know, giving regulation 
and it's a chess move in my opinion from china because like it's to piss us off right like as well it's like it's a win-win-win for them maybe a loss but like three wins and a loss situation to them it outweighs for them to do this I mean, on the bright side, maybe this lights a fire under some people to go to Gary Gensler and say, make up your goddamn yeah. mind. You know, put some, put some stuff on paper so people know what's going on. Yeah. Um, they're making us look like fools over there. Yeah. Guys, I, I just got off my time machine and I found this. June 2025, China bans crypto trading in Hong Kong. <laughs> bull market over. Bull market over. That's how the bull market ends. They start it and then they finish it. Hey, as long as I cash out before then, I'm good. <laughs> Just remember, June 2025, I'll come up back to this episode. And be like, I told you guys. I told you guys I saw the future. Awesome. The 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 rug pull to end all rug pulls. <laughs> I can see that happening though, right? Sure, they ban it and- <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, they flip-flopped a bunch like between 2017 till now. Um, but they hadn't really made any like big big announcements since like the yeah. whole mining situation and if there there's they've been called out about the mining thing like they said that like those were hoaxes right like if you look at the images like whenever they were showing pictures of like a mining company leaving the wiring on the side actually is installation wiring so they're actually staying and then like um there was one picture of all these miners on the on the on the floor like they were about to pack it up but really they were up updating the miners from like a a6 nine to like the next number or whatever right you saw that too yeah, yeah so 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 it's like you know i don't i don't know if that's 100 percent accurate or not but like i wouldn't be shocked if china was like hey we're gonna say that we're not mining but we're gonna mine the shit out of bitcoin so we can keep you know stacking it or whatever from a government level too yeah. you know because it's all about uh smoke and mirrors with with yeah. with them like to their own people they do that like why would they not do that times 100 to like the world you know what i mean yeah. I mean that that's easy way to make money, and they 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 can just print it up, put a short on on all these new exchanges that they're letting to pop up, and then say, "Boom, we're no longer allowing you guys to stay open," and then we short the market, and they solve their debt problem, right? Yep. Like yep. if do you do it enough times, you know they 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 you know they cancel out trillions of dollars. Yeah. So especially if you put a hundred x short. I mean, you you know you're you know what you're about to say. You know, so and this is all. This probably isn't true. I'm, I'm probably just going on. No, it probably but. is true. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be scary. That would be scary. But Jim Cramer's right. We're manipulated. No, so. Jim Cramer's never right. <laughs> never. All right. So I came across this today, and uh, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But stablecoin market shrinks for 14 straight month, uh, posing potential headwinds for crypto prices. And this is something that Sean XPT talks about. He said that thousand dollars a second is leaving the industry and this right here is proof that we are now 14 straight month but to argue against that could we just be in a bear market and this is just what happens in a bear market yeah yeah could also be like we discussed i think last week is um money isn't really leaving it's deleveraging and so it's not like it's going from place a to running scared to place b it's just unwinding the leverage a bit, and this is how we see it. Uh, we, we how we see the the deleveraging coming, which means if something turns the corner, it can be leveraged back up just as fast. Um, yeah. As opposed to if the money leaves and goes into another investment, it can then be much harder for it to come back because it's committed. Like if it goes into T bills or if it goes into other treasuries or precious metals or whatever, it's it's harder and more work to bring it back. If it's just leverage, then 
leverage up, leverage down. Um, yeah. It's it's pretty fluid. So I don't, but I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, 14 straight month, regardless, is um, pretty sobering. Yeah, it's it's bone chilling. Is it? Yeah. Are the any of the other uh, like coin markets? like Bitcoin or Ethereum, are they growing as this happens? No, this or... is money leaving the stables. This is the money uh, stables are getting ripped up. So the uh, they're getting burned it's for fiat. Oh, okay. So they're they're yeah. exiting the, the crypto market completely. Yeah, yeah. They're going in the fiat from stable coins. So I kind of took the wind out of me when I read that. I was like, oh, no. What? Oh, no. <laughs> Because it can't, it can't be just going into fiat. I mean, I mean, I guess it can be, but bank deposits are also down. So, like yeah. the, the stage after, like going from stables to fiat, is also down. So, um, you know, where is it going? That's what could I mean about the new in, le- into leverage. AI investment. Huh? AI is a new. Could it be going into like AI investment? Could it be I going mean, into but that's a really but, but even whenever even, even, like when you off ramp, that's considered a bank deposit. That is considered like, a bit. you know yes, what I mean? Yeah. Like, so if yeah. this is like large amounts of stable coin are being off ramp, then our bank deposit should not be going down. Yeah, you're right. You, guys are you know, right. so, yeah. so yes. this doesn't make sense to me unless, you know, they're not counting, they're counting like people are, are like buying into like solid coins, right? Like they're buying into like Bitcoin more Ethereum. They're spreading it out to like, like not anything that's, sh- considered shit at all though like you know what i mean like just really strong and stable coins in a sense right like because i wouldn't feel like i couldn't sleep at night if i had you know money in bitcoin or ethereum right now at this stage yes could it drop down to like 40 percent of what it is yes a huge black swan could do that but like i still would be able to sleep because i know like five to ten years from now like that's you know i mean i'm I'm just saying five to ten years as a guarantee like we're gonna hit that back and then more Right. So so I don't I don't buy this like all this money is leaving the the market and and our deposit bank deposits are going down unless it's all going to other countries. Bank deposits like it's not the United States. Yeah. Well, there there could be some weird, not weird, but there could be some unusual accounting that doesn't make sense to quasi normies like us. What I mean by that is like, let's look at, you know, I've I've described a couple of times about um, uh, you know, playing in LPs in Canto and pairing your Canto with their stable coin uh, note. So as Canto's price is going down, if you're doing a DCA, meaning you take your LP, you split your LP and then sell your note into cheaper and cheaper Canto. Well, that note that let's say, let's say I was holding it. Well, as I'm splitting the LP and selling note for Canto, I'm holding less and less note. Now yeah. that note goes somewhere, but so that's what I mean by depending on how the accounting happens, right? Because from my book's perspective, I'm shedding, I'm shedding not just the stable coins, but also the overall value of the portfolio is also collapsing, right? So the whole value overall is going down with with the stable holdings being leading the way, and that's yeah. just a, that's just a feature of the accounting. That's not that's not could be. Could be. real in terms of in terms of the value that I'm holding. So. It could be. It, there, there could be some accounting yeah. gimmicks happening to make this more dramatic. Than well, it really speaking is. of that, or okay. oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say, or it's time for my tinfoil hat conspiracy <laughs> moment. Um, I was just thinking about this. I mean, like, could it? Could 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 governments be like 
doing stuff in the background to where these stables are going directly into the CBDCs that they have like set up. And we just don't know. We, like I, they have probably applications we don't know right now that are in test net and maybe live, but they're not going to tell everybody or whatever, right? Don't have access to it. So maybe they had large uh, stable coin, stable coin uh, amounts in their, in their wallets, their government wallets, and they've been feeding them to the, to CBDC uh, accounts. Um, and this is where I stop because I'm going to start going down like the crazy craziness, but yeah. So. Well, I could, could this I'm also not... be, um, God, no, the, so no, the, no. um, the proof, proof of reserves, um, could, could it be like maybe some, some exchanges got um, over their head and just had too much, uh, USDC or too much, um, tether, but didn't have enough, uh, reserves back collateral collateral. And this could just be them kind of sneaking it under the rug and being like, <laughs> yeah, be, I, I don't know what you're talking about. We look at reserves. This is what I we have. really it, hope like, that is not could the it case. Be, dude. Could it be tether who just, you know, who, who is finally, you know, or getting buying into okay. Bitcoin. Well, yeah, they're 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 buying into Bitcoin, but like, could this be them like kind of burning some of their tether that they don't have? You know, that they might have just they might have gave in St. Bank St. Uh, Bank free to crap load of tether and just being like, here you go, and be like, what about the reserves? And be like, I'll worry about that later. Maybe well, this is the later. You know, like because that, that's, that's the old that's, good point. It's a very good point. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's entirely possible. And when you when you look at the stablecoin space, I mean, yeah, there's a bunch of stablecoins. Most of them are, I mean. Frax, which is what, like the number five or six. I mean, it, it's it's a fairly yeah. significant stablecoin. It's not hold. It's a it's a tiny tiny player in the space. Basically, it's um, it's you know uh, you've got you got your your uh, USDC, your USDT, and your uh, Binance stablecoin, and that's pretty much about it. And so you know, um, which, which that means, and since you know JJ Allaire is running USDC, there's a private company. Um, that's a single point of failure, right? And then you've got Tether, which we don't really have a clue what's going on under the covers with Tether. Never have. No, um, never will. So, never will. So we have, n it's, it's super opaque. We have no idea what's really going on. We do know yeah. that a lot of the games that SB, SBF was playing with uh, in, in FTT, like, like, we know a lot of the games that, were, that was being played there, um, leveraging um, stable coins. So, who knows what the hell's really happening? And that's a very disconcerting position to be in if when the whole DeFi space is is largely resting on a foundation of stables and we don't really know what's going on with any of those stables. Um, scary. So Bitcoin, laser eyes. I think I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick me up some laser eyes. Maybe they're on sale from Amazon. <laughs> All right, I'm going to... Uh, so we'll, get we'll jump into... We'll jump in. This is um some uh some Bitcoin here. Um, if my computer will let, will allow me here, we're gonna go back uh, to being again. Yeah, we trying to get the chart up. But... Yeah, he's talking about like remember we we uh, guessed where oh guess oh yeah where it would be. So yeah, I think it's just hovering around twenty five now, isn't it? It's in no, twenty six. I think you got it. I said twenty six even because I was looking at. The trading view chart, the weekly trading view chart, and last Wednesday, it, we we had came down from being overbought, but we were still at the top of the um, stochastics RSI. So like we still had momentum to go down. So that's what put me. Ooh, what did what did Niblet say? He said twenty six three or twenty six four. I, I have it written down. Let me let me find I think, it. I was more pessimistic. I, th I think I said twenty four five. 
No, you said twenty six something. No, yeah. I'm I said twenty. Sure. I said twenty six even. It's in between me and you because Shizzy definitely got wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was wrong. Okay, I got it right here. I got uh, me at twenty nine four. There you go. What a what a number that was, huh? I got nibbles at twenty six two. Oh. Yep. So let's take a Remember, I said 8.30 on the dot, so let's find so wait, 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 wait. He said he said 26.2? 26.2, and then you came in, and you tried to even. screw him, and went 26 <laughs> even, so his his eyes... Uh, he's going to beat me. He's gonna he's beat, still going to win. He's going to beat me. <laughs> so, hold on. Uh, let me find the time here. Hey, we, me, me and Niblets knows what's up. That's right. Uh, that's I right. apparently do not know nothing. <laughs> You're too much of an uh, optimist, Shizzy. That's that's what the problem is. What would be a thirty in UTC? Would that be midnight? Uh, you can change it to Central Time. I think there's like that in that setting, uh, that yeah. gear at the very top right, or it's not Central, uh, Eastern. Sorry, but let me Where's see that? here. Yeah, it should let you. It should let you change the time. Maybe not. Go to uh, uh, live scales. Oh, well. Would no. it be scales? No, it's not going to be in there. Because yeah. that, that, that is more the. Yeah. Oh, I'm click pretty... on the click on the time down there. Well, Where? at the very bottom. Can you click on that? Yeah. Oh, change, go. There you go. Oh. Brilliant. And just so go to Eastern. To... I don't see it. Just pick like New York. Oh, New York. There you go. All right. So it. God damn it! It's army time. <laughs> what? What? So I can I can tell you what, what is it? What does it say? Twenty two. That's eight oh six. No, <laughs> I'm horrible. Ten oh six. Ten oh six is what it says right there. So then you need to go to twenty thirty. Twenty thirty. All right, right there. At twenty thirty, it was at twenty six. Oh no! Wait. Twenty six two oh nine. Oh shit! Then I win. <laughs> why? 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 What was it? Because Nimbus went over. But what was it? Wait, I don't. No, if I was at twenty six two. Yeah, he won. Yeah. I was. He I won. Was six, you said twenty nine thousand, bro. It's it's whoever the <laughs> closest to. So twenty six two is definitely it. He okay. won. Good job, Nimbus won. You get the extra twenty five hours in our DCA today. Yes. So. Awesome. I've got you. <laughs> Let me guess. It's going to Kanto, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, all at these places. <laughs> sure as hell is. All right, so let's just uh, let's just talk about a uh, good friend here, Bitcoin here, sitting at right as of right now at twenty six hundred uh, twenty six thousand one hundred and three dollars. Um, I see a lot of people talking about that twenty five thousand is is a huge uh, uh, the wall of uh, money sitting there. Uh huh. I don't know this for sure. I'm I'm just with uh oh, the liquidation talk yeah, about the, the liquidation and, mark. Yeah, I think it was like right around here. I think that's where it bounced off at, and I think that's where we're at right now. So if we can hold this uh, twenty-five-eight, I think we'll be okay. But I I think that um, we are down basically right now because of the debt ceiling stuff, which makes no sense to me because I find Bitcoin as a hedge against that. So well, it's kind of like go ahead default because yeah. Bitcoin is the safe haven against uh, well, it. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna touch twenty-five probably this week and probably, but. Yeah. Next week, next Wednesday, I think we'll be back into like the twenty-eight to thirty range between that range. Right, we'll just do, I, I, you, know, you guys want to do our predictions right now. I do. Since we're since we are here, what do you say? Let's do it. 
I say next Wednesday we'll be at 28-2. All right. Nibbots? Uh, 25-5. I think we're going to crab, but crab down a little bit. Next Wednesday at 8.30, right? At 8.30 on the dot, yeah. yeah. We've got to find that in the Army time and UTC time. <laughs> and Well, I'll make sure we have the right time next week. Uh, hey. I'm... I'm actually going to say it's going to be uh, uh, 30, 3,200, 32, 7. 32,700. 32,700. What is sunny next Wednesday? Wednesday? I feel like that's the that ceiling will be cleared up by then. Uh, next Thursday is June 1st. Uh, oh, the day, the that's day the day China. No, that's the day China opens up. June 1st, right? The day before? Well, well, well June 1st is the day they open their day. They're, they're ahead of us. So, yeah. I mean, but. It'll be I mean, like I think we, we, I think we drive up as that being a catalyst and kind of uh, buy the rumor, sell the news as well. And I, I, I think we're over thirty-two thousand next week. I well, was, I did say twenty-nine this week though. So also, also, let's think about this though. Let's think about this, okay? So, like the debt ceiling caused because it's just bad news when you first hear it. Um, but how are they gonna when they do increase it? Where, where's that cash coming from? It's gonna get printed, yeah. right? Yeah. Isn't the isn't the cash going to get printed? Well, they, they, they have to print them. Yeah, they have to print a shit ton of money once okay. they um once once they all vote on it. Because right now Janet Janet Yellen she's she's yelling about something. Uh, she's yelling about that there's only like oh, America's not dead beats. Sixty eight <laughs> billion dollars. <laughs> sixty eight billion dollars. Meanwhile, uh, fucking Joe Biden's yelling about uh uh what do you Ticketmaster fees. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that was the weirdest. <laughs> Shit see I've seen. He, he, I don't understand. Look, what, did they give him his phone? Is that what happened? They, they're like, okay, you get one tweet a year. This is it. And he goes, I'm going to get rid of those extra Ticketmaster fees. And I'm president of 2024. He tweeted, <laughs> he tweeted 10 times that day, right? And I don't know. They were, all just... about, they were all about the debt ceiling. And in, be- uh, in between two, it comes out yelling about Ticketmaster fees. I did not understand that at all. Like it was that was he was, uh, he was just trying to he was just trying to get to a Taylor Swift concert, and he was <laughs> like, "Are you kidding me?" I think it was Russian collusion. No, um, but yeah, that was that was funny. That was funny. but yeah, oh, uh, they're not going to just print enough to pay their bills, though. You know that. Like they're they're going to print a lot. Well, there's of- there's potentially two uh, two other things I saw, but they can print a trillion dollar coin. And give it to the treasury, right? <laughs> that that was one of the options. They're, that's a dead serious option. They're gonna print a because tre- the treasury can can mint as much money as they want. Niblets, you know, without... what 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 do you think about that, Niblets? A one dollar trillion coin? dollar coin. What's that gonna last though? A month? I mean, so, we're fucking. So, so wait, First wait, of all, China is gonna come in and be like, "You owe me that," and grab it. <laughs> Yeah. Could you imagine the stress of being the guy that's got a hold and watch that coin? Like, and it's just a coin. You can use it. It could end up in the sofa. It's just Jesus. Uh, no, I would and, put it on a so, big check. One of those giant checks. <laughs> that's basically what it is, right? It's like publisher clearinghouse, but the government, and they're printing a freaking. That coin better like hover on its own. Like it better like freaking fly one one trillion dollars. That's kryptonite see when they when they talk about i mean when people talk about you know the, the fed printing they're not actually printing anything and i and i mean yeah. that on several different levels like it's not yeah. physical printing but it's also not actually creating the money what they're doing is is 
they're they're ex, they're extending credit to the banks, and the banks create the actual money. It's the banks, and the banks don't just create it; loan it out, loan right? Existence, right? That's exactly it. So, but the federal the yeah. Fed could say, well, "I'm going to produce eight trillion dollar coins." And if the banks don't lend out eight trillion, there isn't eight trillion dollars worth of liquidity in the marketplace. Yeah. So there's a couple. It's so it's like it's like a it's like a ladder in a, a you know like um what do you, like channels like a boat's going through channels. It has to go through, has to go up, go through. So there's several stages. And when it comes to what's what ends up in the real marketplace, if the banks are going to be tight and they're not going to extend lending, or they're going to restrain lending, that printed money doesn't touch the real economy it's yeah, it's yeah. just well the government it. uses it right for what they need the government will use it for what they need right the government um, the government yes the government will use it for what they're yeah. i mean well because if they don't use it for what they need the alternative is they don't pay their bills yeah yeah which, which creates worse. other knock-on yeah. events right um, because everyone's cost is somebody else's income so if i don't pay you that saves me 10 bucks but now you're 10 bucks short yeah and if that's, that's why or not paying your guys you know that that can trickle pretty far yeah that's why that all that money that the fed printed uh to bail the banks out a couple months ago didn't like ignite a bull market because it's yeah. because the rates are are they're not going to create any commerce uh through the yep. public right that's like exactly, no exactly. no one's touching it no no one that has any sense right now is, is taking out a loan for what six seven percent that's yeah, yeah. that's crazy right so yeah. what needs to happen is you know if, if we want to get that going again obviously uh the fed needs to lower rates which i, I mean it's just a crappy situation across the board yeah. and if, and if you're a bank and you're, you're looking at you've got all, you've got this large potential amount of money and nothing but risk and fear on the other side you're not going to work very hard to try to loan out that you're not going to try to make more loans because that just increases more risk than what you could have on your yeah. books by not loaning. Yeah. And so, or you loan to another bank, right? And yeah. so it, it's not even real money. Anyway, it, there's lots of really sort of not shadowy in that, in that it's, it's, it's bad or secret. It's shadowy in that it's not real. Like it's just accounting games. Um, so I, I'm, I'm less, I'm less worried about that trillion dollar coin, even though I think it's hilarious that there's a trillion dollar coin, um, somewhere that would be awesome. Yeah, it, it is pretty, it's, I, I hope, I hope that's the way. Can you like, just I'm, picture I'm, Jan, I'm, Janet yelling, yelling, looking at Jerome Powell and saying, can we just print a trillion dollar coin? <laughs> well, they're, probably, they're not going to come out and show Our us. Men. They're going to go on TV and say, Hey, this is the trillion dollar coin. They're not going to post of the picture. They're, they're going to say, sure. Gold chain, coin here. That's these are these are the these are the type of solutions that come up at the round table, guys. Yeah. This is sad. <laughs> well, there's also the Fourteenth Amendment. From uh, my, oh, I don't even want to go there, man. The Fourteenth like, Amendment that's, is that something makes about, me mad. Yeah, it's something about immigration. I don't fully understand it, so I'm not going to speak on it. But it's something about immigration, and it's something that they. I mean, can it's do. bypassing a system yeah. that we've always used, like our whole history of our. At the end of the day, most of the time, like what happens, like that, whoever is in control of the house is opposite of the president, the administration, and there's uh, a tug of war. They want this, they want that. They eventually come to a point to where they raise the debt ceiling, right? So I think that's what's going to happen. Like, have we ever defaulted before? Like. Nope. Never. Right. So, never. so, um, yeah, this is, but like, 
it does come to pro- playing chicken. I, I mean, like the Republicans will probably get some some stuff that they wanted. It's not going to be all they wanted, but they'll get some probably a little bit more than what uh, well, the administration. But they want. They, they just want to stop spending. every negotiation between each side is they have shit under there that's that's not pretty but both sides do it so yeah it's it's a clean cut deal but there's 13 there's you know 13 pages that are just like what what is this what is this yeah they're gonna be like they're lazy as hell they're not gonna (laughs) read all that (laughs) they're not gonna read page 3067 uh yeah so there's that, and um, I do have a couple other things. Do you guys want to jump to the DCA Pro? Right, so bottom in? line, Shizzy, you're thinking thirty-two thousand by next week, because um, all, all this stuff will get worked out, and so that'll like release a lot of uh, a lot of pent up yeah. um, activity. And I, I, I think too, if, I'm not gonna bring up the chart again, um, just because it's not really working for me. But if you look at the S and P five hundred, um, you'll see a giant all the way up, all the way back down, all the way up. I mean, we're talking over a year now, over twelve months of this ping pong just popping and right now we're headed we're near we're nearing the bottom of it again so, so i think it's, it's again i think it's up. gonna it's time to come up because it's just it's just it's just trader games it's just how these guys are, are making money because i mean it's the only way they can make money right now they're just man, man, manipulating the the markets and like jim came say the bitcoin markets manipulate it the stock market is more manipulated than anything in anything in the world it's the, the least free market out, out of everything so I, I i i think in my opinion that we're seeing the low here and then we're, we are seeing a lower low so I think we'll see a higher a higher high, which I think uh, the high for the year now for the S and P five hundred was um, uh, I think it was I can't remember what it was, but it was it was it was forty forty two twenty is the new high for the year, and I think I think we we popped that go maybe a little little above that forty four four before they send us back down and let and manipulate the market back down to you know forty forty one again and then lower low. And, or, or higher low and then another higher high before we really get anything uh, going. And I think the next big catalyst will probably be the inflation number, uh, which I think is the in middle of June. <clears throat> so the the DXY has been kind of on a run. Oh yeah, it's up to one hundred and three, right? One hundred and three seven. Yeah, it actually just hit one hundred and four. One hundred and four. Dang. So, but I mean, like, oh, this is the weekly. That's why it looks like that. Okay, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like the weekly does not look good for Bitcoin when I'm looking at the DXY. Yeah. Because it's had two legs down. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens here. Because it's usually opposite of what Bitcoin yeah. does, right? But yeah. All right. We'll just we'll jump into the uh, the DCA portfolio here. All right. All so right. for anyone who doesn't know. I know I, I say this every week for the people who uh, who do know, but this is a dollar cost average portfolio that we've been doing since I want to say uh, the first or second week of February. Um, we basically get a hundred hours each, and we deploy that into anything we want. We're creating a, a bull market portfolio, and we're going to see how how we do over the course of a year. This is just something that uh, I believe in. I believe in dollar cost averaging. I believe in just putting a little bit of money each week. I call it Wawa money because here in Pennsylvania we have these uh, gas stations called Wawa, and they're uh, instead of going in, instead of getting gas and going in and getting you know, a, a sandwich, a drink, and a bag of chips, you take that money and you DCA it into crypto. And um, this is what something that I do, and this is something that we've been doing together. And so right now, we put about a total of, uh, I want to say, $4,300. 
and we are down 1,212. <laughs> we are down about 26%. I think we've been averaging, if you want to take up the last like six weeks, of about 25%. But uh, we keep adding. We keep adding to this. We keep buying, and we're going to see where it goes. So, Niblets, you with you being our weekly winner of the extra $25, where would you like to put your $125? Well, I am going to put um, 75 Five of that into Canto. No, yeah, wait, no. I'm going to put 100 of that into Canto. Ooh. And Canto's yeah. price right now is 15 it's cents. It's 15 cents. I mean, it's gone down by a third in the past week. It's it's so yeah. out of whack with everything else. And that'll buy you 670, 666 Canto. Wow, that's auspicious. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me change that. Let's go, let's go six, yeah. six, I don't want to wish. I, I don't death like on, that. <laughs> I don't want to wish death on Kanto. That's why you six hundred and sixty-one. <laughs> That's right. Perfect. Perfect. And then I'll drop over twenty-five into Arbitrum. Arbitrum. Okay. Yeah. Similar reasons. I mean, Arbitrum is down a little bit more than I think it should be. I mean, there's 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 better. There's probably better. Um, uh, better options available, but you know, I just yeah. I want to trickle a little bit into Arbitrum going forward. Gotcha. Yagobi, what's up, buddy? I'm looking. Uh, I'm trying to get the name of that token that Chico was talking about today. Me. Would like, well, you like me to go first? Go ahead. Yeah. All right. So, um, I, I'm uh, Phantom really got hit hard today, and I, yeah. I wanted to. I, I really wanted to go with a BRC twenty, but um, if uh, I, I actually get paid in the morning, and I think I'm going to go Phantom, so I'm going to go Phantom here as well. Um, I'm going to be putting in, uh, uh, $50, which I think is going to be like 300. Nope. Yeah. 154 phantom. So what do you think happened? Like what happened with Zen? Why is, why did it take such a beating recently? Uh, Zen, Zen's inflation. So, um, the, the way, the way Zen, um, is created, it's, it's created to be uh, very inflationary the first four years, which, yeah. uh, which encourages mass adoption. And yeah. it's basically just giving everyone tokens, uh, you know, it's like kind of like how Bitcoin was in the beginning. It was like, create a faucet, just give your tokens away, get more people. Hey, you want some free crypto? Here's some Zen. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. It's, it's Zen. And like, I, I've onboarded a couple of people at work, like, Hey, like I'll, I'll give you like um like $15 in ethereum just go and just mint zen and i showed them how to open a metamask and stuff like that. just onboarding now they have a metamask and now they're waiting the full year to get their you know potentially you know a couple hundred bucks or whatever and um that's the whole point of zen so zen is not really meant to be held right now it's meant to be minted and then staked and so the first four years are very inflationary with the back four years being deflationary because of the burning so and then everyone right now is creating different um burning situations so um uh we didn't speak about it but i talked about it last week uh x doge launched on saturday and it burned one uh put, put it into perspective there's there's 10 trillion uh there's 10 trillion zen in circulation as of now it burned a full trillion zen wow so that was one project that burned one trillion zen but the next day 250 uh million zen was minted so uh, it's very, very inflationary now, but it's meant to be. So it's not its yeah. not meant to something you hold. It's something it, – it, Jack just sure. says mint it and stake it because in eight years from now, you're going to be very happy. And then after you stake it, mint again, 
stake that, yep. mint again, stake yep. that. And by that time, it'll be, you know, five, six years down the line. And Zen potentially could be, um, you know, 1,000x higher than it will be when you uh, when you claim your first stake. Sure, but all that all that is true. But then we should we should still see a relatively um, stable trend, right? Because the Zen doesn't yeah. cost you anything to get; it just costs you gas. Yeah. And so, uh, so what I'm curious about is is when I when I look at the chart, is it's not as stable as I would expect it to be when the token itself has no inherent value and I mean, no inherent cost beyond just the gas, which is relatively stable. Yeah. So why do you, what do you think happened this, this week? Cause I noticed it, it did take a bit of a bigger dip down than I was expecting it to. Well, if you go to Zen, Zen turbo.io, you can kind of see um, the mints that are <clears throat> happening for, for that week. And I, I'm going to do it real quick here because I think it's a really good um, site um, to show you guys. It's called Zen turbo.io. And there's a few other ones as well, but um, this site will basically show you um, what's being burned for that day, what's being minted for that day. So you want to come up here to Zen Monitor. It's uh, in the middle of the screen for anyone who's listening. And um, you come down to here, and this is the, the Zen Unlock addresses. And you can see some days, look at this, there's um, 76,000 wallets being unlocked for this day. So wow. I'm almost guaranteeing you that the next day it'll it's going to be the price is going to be a lot lower, right? So I right. think we hit one of these. I'm not 100% sure because I really haven't been looking, but I'm pretty sure we hit one of these big guys. Mm, and yep. and that's kind of what they, happens. And they sold down. And they, yeah, well, you, that's what the people are doing. They're, they're just taking, I mean, you got to remember too, like um, this could be a lot of money for somebody in, in South Africa. This could be a lot of money for somebody yeah. in, you know, maybe, maybe they're doing like 30 day mints and just putting in, you know, gas fee of, you know, a hundred bucks, or, you know, for like 50 wallets and then that hundred bucks becomes, you know, $700, Yeah, you know, and they're just taking their profit, which, you know, which is fine because that's the whole point of Zen. The whole point of Zen is just is scattered all over, you know, give it, give it away, put it, put it back in the markets, make, make it like useless until the burning comes. Cause like it's Jack has a couple projects coming and the community's just building them here and about uh, Zen Shiba and about all these other Zen projects that are coming, they're going to want to burn Zen away. So it's kind of like, let's put a hundred. Uh, I think Jack said um, he's uh, 400 trillion. So we're at 10 trillion right now. He's expecting 400 trillion to come on the market. So wow. that's another reason why I do not hold it unless for catalyst. So when, when, when moon parties announced, I will buy some. And then right before moon party launches, I will sell just, just making a little bit of profit and putting up, just taking some ETH, putting it in Zen waiting for it to go up and then putting it back in the ETH. And it's been working every, yeah. every single time there's been a catalyst for Zen, whether it be back in January when I made a, um, I made a full ETH, which was pretty cool. I put about three or four ETH in and I got, I ended up getting about uh, four or five ETH out. Wow. So that's just, that's just what I do. I just kind of like, um, I, I just play the catalyst because it's really simple. You just go to Uniswap, you swap it in, swap it out. It's, it's really easy. Like it's probably the easiest money that I've ever really tried to do. I mean, it is, it is scary when you're sitting there and you're like, oh shit, oh shit. It's musical <laughs> chair. It's complete yeah. gamble. But like, you know, like I, I, I also set myself with a, a stop limit of being like, all right, if it hits here, you're out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're, you're, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm allowing myself to lose 0.3, but uh, anything more than that, I'm not. You know, so that, yeah. that's just that's just my philosophy. It's been working. Um, it's probably not going to work now because I put it out in the and I put it out there. But um, <laughs> someone's going to be like, "Oh, she's going to sell. Let me get out for him." So, are you worried your mom's going to uh, front run you or something? Like, yeah, my that... mom, dude, my mom knows about Zen now. It's scary. <laughs> but, uh, 
but uh yeah um so if you if you have some time i really I highly recommend coming to zemterber.io there's so much information here uh it's really cool I'm, i might actually show one more thing uh so this is actually really cool it's like a pie chart of the uh the burn here it is so um zen liquidity right now is uh is 10 trillion uh the stakes right now which so when you're staking it too um you it's not kind of, it's not like hex where there's no penalty so if, if you want to put in uh let's just say a billion zen to stake and in three months you're like oh, I, I wish i didn't do that you can pull out with no penalty hmm. and it, and it is now liquid so that's scary too yeah. this right here this this is also liquid so that it's you know it's saying it's not but it is there's no penalty you won't get the the 20 staking reward if you left it in for the whole year but at the same time you're not you can just pick i want i want out i want out of this project yeah. which a lot of people are doing but this is a lot there's a lot of money here there's three million dollars here staking yeah. so i don't know if this is just people with their earnings and they're just you know they're just minting staking it back staking it minting and staking it and that could be it too yeah. But this this is really big right here. Think about the liquidity is ten trillion. Six trillion has been burned so far. So yeah. there should be about twenty trillion in the market, but there's not because of the burns with the DB. But will the will the burn ever outpace the the mint? It will. It will in four years. Okay. So um, if you look at the this uh, if you go to the Zen.network, there is a um, you go to the documents. There's actually a chart that says the first two years are very inflationary. The third year drops by like 25 percent. The fourth year drops by 25 percent. The fifth year drops by 25 percent. So by the time it gets to year eight, uh, the amount of Zen coming in is probably going to be very minimal to the amount of projects that are sitting on top of it, burning it away. Yeah. So for me, a good strategy would be just mint, you know, pay your $15, $30 gas fee on Ethereum or, you know, or your pennies on Matic or your pennies on Phantom because it's the same situation there. And everything being burned on ETH, they're eventually going there, going to those those ones as well. And just, just minting it for those fee and just locking it away, staking it, minting it, staking it, minting it, staking it. And then in eight, eight years, you're going to be very, very happy because the amount of burned is probably going to be a couple hundred trillion so you might, you, this this could hit a penny. It has five zeros in front of it right now, and with the, I mean, I'm talking an eight year plan here, but it, it could hit a penny, or if not, like maybe fifty cents. So that's wow, just my so opinion. Wait, a penny or fifty cents? I think it, I think it, it, it depending on the the burn ratio, and uh, the community is fucking gigantic, and like every if you go to YouTube and type in Zen, there's like thirty or forty. You mean it could? YouTubers. You mean it could hit a dollar or fifty cents? Or... I think it, I think it could go from a penny to fifty cents. Oh, okay. okay. I think a dollar is really I pushing it. Maybe in, yeah. in, in fifteen years, but I think I, you could see it at like two pennies. <clears throat> may see it at eleven cents. Maybe like in a bull market, you see it at forty-seven cents or something like that. Gotcha. You know? so, gotcha. Okay. And this, this is all wishful thinking. Like I said, there's five zeros in front of this. For yeah. This, for sure. this will be a, a ten thousand x. And if, if if you're just paying the minimal of gas fee and staking it up, it could be very rewarding. If you, you know, because the whole point of Zen is is encouraging um, uh, gains down the road. Yeah. You know, how so. about that crypto slots down at the bottom, though? What is it? Yeah. The crypto slots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's Zen Turbo just trying to make some money. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I was just so, yeah, here, here it is. Here's the uh, estimated max supply of Zen right now. And this uh, is uh, this is what's mined right now. So this is what's coming in the system in the next uh, estimated max days. supply because it's not technically it's there's no the model is technically inflationary unlimited inflationary but 
with the burns, it, it turns it, it turns. Well, around. no, this is with no burn. So it, every time you mint, it's less zen. But so I thought it, I thought that like there's no max supply. There's no max supply, but every time you every time someone mints, there's less. So if I if I mint right now and then you mint a couple seconds after me, you're getting less in in the max mint. And let's just say then Niblet's mints and he's getting less. So according to that math of everyone getting less and less and less, the, the max estimated supply would be 400 trillion, 420 trillion. Gotcha. You know, because every single time someone mints, it's less than than the person. Okay, so this is this him. is this is without. Uh, That's without the burn. Yeah, any any future burns. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. and like I said, uh, Zen Zendo's just burned a trillion with a twelve yeah. trillion dollar liquid supply. Nice. One That's trillion cool. Zen. So it's it's something to think about. It's a fun game. You just pay gas fee and you mint and you did delay you delay um it's a gratitude. So yeah, cool. But yeah, on to uh, back to the DCA portfolio. Okay. Is it my turn or did you yes, get sir. yours? Okay, um, so I'll... I still have fifty more dollars, but you can okay. go first. I'm gonna do all of it in Nucleon. This is a what? Have you heard of them? That's the no, one that I was not. talking about. So, have you heard of Conflux? Yes, that's the. They could, they, it's a Chinese token, right? Well, I think it's a chain, an EVM chain, the Chinese okay. EVM chain. Okay. So that this is actually uh, Chico uh, Crypto Chico brought the Nucleon up because the market cap is pretty minimal. It's like 3.4 million, um, but the uh, utility is liquid staking. Is that right here? Yeah. Or okay. yeah, yeah. Liquid CX. Yeah. So this is one of I guess kind of jumping on the the reg- Chinese regulation hype. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens if this ends up being a, a smart or dumb play here. You said how much? Uh, I'm gonna do 100. Oh, the whole hundred. Yeah. Ooh. What's that? Three fifty. Three thirty three. Here we go. Awesome. I'm gonna put my other fifty in um uh the only token that Jack Levin has created that does not inflate the fucking hell, which is uh BMPX. I bought some of that put, today. Yeah, I'm gonna put my other fifty in into that. <laughs> And for those who don't know, VMPX is a um, BRC20 that Jack Levin has created um, on the uh, Bitcoin blockchain, and it is uh, it's it's fully minted out. That's why I said um, it is the only token that's not being inflated by Jack, <clears throat> and he's working on something because he keeps posting something about like VMPX stands for Va- Vampire Zen, and um, it, he's creating something because everyone says that he's the vampire, and all he's doing is um, to me. I think Zen to Zen's real purpose is just to burn Ethereum, you know, because think about it. Every transaction, every time I, I, I do, I do something on Zen and me and 10,000 other people do something on Zen, a little piece of Ethereum gets burnt. Oh yeah. Jack has, Jack has burnt more Ethereum than anybody. Yeah. No, I think it's a, um, it's a, it's, it's going to help both ecos, right? It's like obviously going to yeah. help Zen, but it, it's really going to help, um, Ethereum if, if, the volume of burning continually goes up there. Yeah, and not just Ethereum. It it helps like uh like Moonbeam. It, yeah, it, it, but those are those are up. different. Those are different versions of Zen, though, right? Yeah, it's just a completely different version of yeah. Zen. It's, it's but um, I mean, yeah, like like actually, or, people 
need should probably be kind of happy because uh like every chain that like they're saying that he's sucking blood out of he's actually decreasing the supply of that that overall token yep. tokens chain or the the chain's token right so um i think that you know it could make the whole crypto uh ecosystem as a whole just like have so much more value yeah, you know, I later agree. on, but we'll see what happens. We'll see if his plan plays out because this is definitely like a long-term vision plan. So yeah. like, it looks great. It sounds great. But then like, and we'll see in like four to six years, right. If it yeah. ended up being great. And one thing too, is like um, the, the stuff that Jack creates too. It's um, it, they, they cannot be viewed as securities. If you're not viewing Bitcoin as security, you cannot view VMPX Zen, any of the securities because there was no pre-mine. There was no, it follows all the first principles of Satoshi. So that was another thing that he, he did too. Like there's no, he, he didn't front run anyone. He, he let, I, I found out why he let a thousand people in front of him. So the first like 500 wallets, you can only mint for a hundred days. And I thought, okay, the 100 days, you're probably getting um, more Zen. He said, no, that a after like 500 or 700 wallets, the days you can do for like, like 200 days and 300 yeah, days. Extended. So he purposely waited. He said, you guys go first. I want to get the 300-day maximums. Yeah. So that's so, another reason why he did that it. That message was for you, Gary. Yeah. Cannot <laughs> be a security. Gary the gun. If it was a fair mint. Yep. Back off. All right. So we guys... Uh, we had a great show. Do you guys want to get some closing thoughts? Any views for next week? And anything you're looking at? Anything? Anything special coming on this week? On chain or off chain? OXBT uh, fair mint by BitGod tomorrow in 12 hours. Uh, BRC20. It seems like a lot of people are, are probably selling their tokens to to buy into that. The whitelist people. So yeah. don't freak out, BRC20 people. I think. That money's gonna come back, not financial advice, but I think that people are just getting into that uh that fair launch. Um and yeah, keep innovating. Innovators. Nibbles. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, no, I've just I don't know. I don't know. I'm just hope I, I'm I'm try, I'm a little bit torn because on the one hand, numbers go down just means accumulation. Numbers go up means more earnings and so it's yeah. honestly i've got I've, there's this there's no happy day no matter what you invest in i don't think there's ever a happy day like if if things if things go up you think you should have bought more if things go down you think you should have sold or like there's there's never a moment where you're satisfied it's always this constant uh this constant drive this constant hunger in one direction or another so anyway there's there's never a good there's never a good week in this game guys is what i'm saying it's all yeah. just it's all just stress. So kids don't play in this space. It's, it's stressful. It's very stressful. <laughs> well, I, um, I enjoy the stress. Uh, I might be no. one of the few people who, you know what I mean? Cause I, I'm invested in so many projects that like, I, yeah. I'm just not worried. I'm just not worried about it. Like, I just don't care if, if phantom drops 50% like, it's like, Oh cool. I can buy more. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not like insanely invested in it, you know? So yeah, I'm expecting yeah, yeah. a lot of my coins to go to zero, but I'm expecting a lot of my coins, but I, I'm preparing myself for 2025 for that June when, when China comes out and bans crypto in Hong Kong, you know, like that's, that's, what, I, that's what I'm I'm shooting for. I'm shooting for when Bitcoin's at 160k next year, and uh, all these, and potentially a lot of my uh, my shit coins are at um yeah. you know 50 to 100x's when I put 300 hours in, and I can just start uh, 
cutting some of my uh, some of my gains out and preparing for the next bear market. And uh, that's just kind of my the way I'm playing it. And I'm just always looking for more opportunity. I'm always looking for um, the next big thing, which I think is, is BRC 20s and BRC summer could be completely wrong. But that's just something I, I've been in the space. I feel like I've been in space for fucking nine years now, but I've only been in space since 2020. <laughs> but I feel like I've really got a good feel of when something feels special. And I'm yeah, just yeah. constantly looking for 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 that thing. And uh, and I'll if if it's not BRC twenties, I'm gonna find the next thing, yeah. the next thing, and the next yeah. thing. So that that's just kind of what I go to. So, but yeah, off no, chain, I'm, yeah, good. No, it's 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 an excellent point. It's because because for some of us, it isn't actually about the earning and gains for their for their own yeah. sake. It's more like at least for me, and I suspect a little bit for you too. Probably you, you yeah. is is you create a hypo- you pay attention to what's had the dynamics in a space. You then think, all right, I'm willing to play. And you say, I'm going to make a hypothesis. Based on what I know, I think this is going to be the case. And in this particular space, you've got a chance to put some money down to say, I'm going to put some money where my mouth is. I'm going to I'm going to yeah. actually put some skin in the game, put something at risk to say, I think I actually am correct. And when it pays off, you know, it's not like, oh, I'm super rich now. I got all this money. No, it's more like I was right. Like I understood, yeah. I understood the dynamics yeah. well enough that I was actually right. And the proof is in the numbers yeah. and that's a certain thrill, you know, be like knowing that you were, you were right. And you're not bullshitting yourself because bullshit doesn't show up in your accounts. So exactly. there is, there's a certain thrill to, to doing that. It also hurts though, but it hurts when you're wrong too. You're like, Oh, for sure. hundred percent. For, for me though, I, <laughs> I, I'm chasing financial freedom. I have one goal in life and that's to sure, wake up yeah. and, and not have a job to go to. So that, that yeah. is my only, that, like people ask me like, Oh, what, what, like, you know, what's your goals and stuff? It's like, I don't want like a Lambo. I don't want a mansion. I want to wake up and tell my wife, what do you want to do today? Yeah, like yeah. that. That's my only goal. I I want to live in an Airbnb in in you know in Ireland for a month. I want to live in Airbnb. But you, but for, your your Airbnb, not someone else's. No, I want to run someone else's. I don't want to own property. I want to own Bitcoin. really. I want I pr- property is a store of value. It's it's it just stores value. Bitcoin. I, I want something at ten x's constantly. Yeah, well, I mean, like it's also, <laughs> but, but property also can be uh, a, a a passive income vehicle too, though. So if you rent it, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, like you know. That would be my goal if I went down that route, but that's another for another I, day. I'd rather have my my property digitally and allegedly. Yeah, I, I think you can both though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like so, I, I think it'd be cool to live yeah. in someone else's house, you know, yeah. and then just now, constantly okay. move around. So there's an interesting value proposition for ordinals because yeah. when you're dealing with real estate with real property, yeah. that yeah. immutability Title. and that, that 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 the trace of like all of the the Bitcoin substrate then yep. becomes extraordinarily valuable. oh yeah oh yeah more so than because yeah so that's and, and that's yeah. what that's what michael saylor actually said exactly what yeah. you're saying is that inscriptions is deed yeah inscriptions can work that way especially if you have a parent inscription then child inscriptions underneath once once the property's sold to a new owner right like yep. so it could definitely i mean obviously we're kind of talking off the top of our heads here well, but you, if, you if it could work that way too. yeah exactly i'll, I'll say yeah. this last thing about brc 20s i just want to say this i had this feeling when i got early into chronos similar feeling that i have with brc 20s but a little bit riskier because like the eco's not built out chronos at least had the evm style to where like you know metamask and all that stuff with brc 20s it's actually even more early but the reward is so much bigger because it's on bitcoin right yeah. it's being yeah. built on bitcoin where there's so much money there right so that's that's where I'm at with that. And like Niblet said, you know, 
it is i do feel that in my gut right now about it and i hope to god it's right not just because like he said like i'll have a bunch of money or whatever it's more about like okay that 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 intuition was right so you you feel it again next time you you know double down exactly 100 percent so all right Oh, I'm just, I'm just going to say you should, we'll have to update the show's name to, uh, um, you know, ordinals discussion. We actually talked about that. We're going to try to we're, definitely yeah, cover more. We, we have an obsession with it. So I was talking to him about maybe doing like a weekend show, like, uh, not, not a live, just like a video where we just like get our jollies off about ordinals. So, <laughs> but you're invited to that if you want to, but I don't know if, if you really want to get into that. So. <laughs> But that way we don't have to blur it off off here. We kind of kick for with DeFi and, and things like that. But um, I have one off-chain thing. I'm going to see The Little Mermaid this weekend, and I'll let you guys know all about it. So. Oh, yeah, please, please, please. I've been <laughs> so dying. I'm, gonna, I'm taking my daughter to see Little Mermaid this weekend and my son, and then the following weekend we're going to see Spider-Man, which she's excited about, Into the Spider-Verse. So I got movies uh, to see. So. Awesome. All right, awesome. You guys doing any off-chain chain stuff? Any normality? Goodness, what's going on this weekend? Um, I honestly, yeah. I don't even. I'm sure something. Touch grass. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. I'm gonna touch. No, grass. I, I'm gonna touch popcorn. Keep oh, my gut. So jealous. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. I want to thank everyone for listening. Please smash that like. Please subscribe. Smash the likes. <laughs> on on uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple. Apple Music. We're on every single. I, I put it after, after the show. I go and I just put it on everything. So if you guys can just review us, if you, even if you liked one minute, I really appreciate. It. Even even like a three star, if that's what we deserve. But just uh, like it, like subscribe. We're on we're on Twitter, so you guys like it there. I, you, Elon needs to up his his uh, his his thing there because the, the way you watch videos there, it's, it's kind of shit. So I'm exp- I'm really hoping that he uh, he does some better with streaming. So we'll see. Yep. But thank you guys for watching. Thank you both for being a part of this. And I'll see you guys next week. All right, brother. All right, guys. Next week. See you, see you guys. Peace.